we go and go live what is up ladies and gentlemen of youtube welcome to the techonomics podcast it is i paul from non apple fan as always joined by my cause chris from the good old gamer youtube channel uh chris i i've literally done the mad dash to make it here i we're one minute late we were one minute late i like, know how i, I did that i was priming the guys for a good five to ten minutes but, yeah <laughs> i have made it a grand total of let's say a four mile walk right slash run to the train which then i missed right by yes you know when you what you, you know like it's so fuck because libby was like get a picture in that chair right because there's a chair called the wish chair it's made of stone it's in the zoo it's there years it's there for 200 years or something thing people do right she was like get a picture of that by the way if you weren't here boys i was at the zoo so brought my daughter to the zoo see my mom as well lovely day but libby was like get and i was like libby if we do that we're missing the train he was like, no, we're not. Plenty of time. Like, 45 minutes to make a 15-minute walk. I was like, cool. Right. So, we do the thing, right? Yep. Then we go to the then we go to the shop and kit, because, you know, the gift shop's on the way out. You have to go, because, you know, they're clever. They make you walk through the gift shop before you leave the place, right? Yeah, they're not dumb. Yeah, they're not dumb. So, so, Kit's like, ah, I have to have something. And, of course, of course, Nana wants to buy her something. So, Nana's like, I want to buy you something. I want to buy you something. Thanks, Denver. I'll get to your question now. I want to buy you something. I want to buy you something, right? So, that, that was a shit show. Getting her out of there was crazy. Get out of there. Look at me, watch. I'm like, we've got 15 minutes to make a 15-minute walk. Fuck yous all. I hate yous all. We're going now, right? Then there was hugging and kissing. I was like, 15 minutes. 15 minutes to make a 15-minute walk. Like, is anybody else here panicking or am I the only one? So Libby starts to panic. So then the hugs and the kisses were exchanged. Then we're going down the road. Next of all, Kit's like, Nana, I need one more cuddle. So then I go, I was like, oh, we make it <laughs> and what's so fucking funny is like how half running half jogging right we made up the time we get to the train and we get to the, literally get to the doors the train pulls off right like uh, you don't use it use is like a big main train station there's like 15 platforms and then all platforms are sub uh, you know like subdivided into a and b as well so there's a train and then another train after it, right and literally it was fucking platform 15 right so like the last platform b <laughs> so to, go, <laughs> to get to it and still nearly made it if it had been any other platform we would have fucking made it <laughs> i was like damn you and your fucking wishing chair i hope you can stick your wishing chair up your hole <laughs> well that's all right you know you did the mad dash you got here i was priming everybody for a good five ten minute delay yeah. But we're good to go. Yeah. yeah, so I'm sick as a dog over here. So I woke up. I'm like, I got to get this timing right. I had to get my Joe Biden drug cocktail ready to go. <laughs> so this way I could be alive for this. Yeah. And <laughs> Man, the... so I'm all hopped up on uh, Mountain Dew right now. And that's the only <laughs> thing keeping me going. Man, the bloody, uh, the kids, man, the kids. Having kids means they're constantly sick, right? Because they're little bacteria factories, right? People are like, oh, it's not the kids with the COVID. It's not the kids. We don't have to close the schools, blah, 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 blah. It was the kids all along. Who would have known it? <laughs> oh, it's always the kids. Well, our contractor's here. So I do want to prime everybody if you hear banging and slamming and coughing and sneezing. That's on my end. Um, he's finishing up the kitchen. He's doing the flooring. But, uh, you know, he's got kids, so I'm, I'm assuming either it's allergies because the weather has changed pretty dramatically yeah. or um, because he's got four kids and 
if new new germs came in with them <laughs> maybe that got me so we'll see but yeah. all right let's let's get into it denver thank you for the five spot buddy right off the bat appreciate it uh he said i bought two rx 6400s with the intent of upgrading at least one of them to an eight gigabyte and seeing how much better it works with pcie three or two i'd be super interested to see that yeah yeah Let's... what you should do mate is do that and send it to me <laughs> For uh, the beat me to it. I was gonna say, send me all the numbers and some B-roll, and we'll make a video out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could do that as well. That'd be easier, right? You got the cameras, man. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Paul, uh, your belly button has twenty-seven species of bacteria, entirely unknown to science. On average, that's that's scary. Yeah, imagine how much. I mean, imagine how much a child's child's belly button has, right? Because, like, I, I just yeah. wash my belly button. I don't stick stuff in there, right? <laughs> Kid's like, Daddy, look, I got a, I got a jelly bean in my belly button. I was like, what the... <laughs> Black hole of unknown bacteria, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. fucking children, man. It was, it was, it just today was hilarious. Like, as I said, 15-minute walk to the, tra- to, to, to the train, then a 15-minute drive to here, and then the train 60 miles the train journey so uh it was it was mental that i made it like because i missed that train like oh, yeah. had an hour and a half to spare it was i was like not a chance am i gonna make this but it, like it I, we got off the train i got everybody into the car and i made a somewhat somewhat a, a, illegal journey here <laughs> <laughs> well that's all right uh denver over there saying uh chris is practically my neighbor yeah he lives he lives about two hours away so not too bad uh, I could drop it off and on my drive to work. Hey, that'd be perfect. I'll do the B-roll and all the testing and everything. Yeah. If you get that up and running with eight gigs, I can make some pretty interesting content with that. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Damn you being Denver's neighbor. Denver, you need to uh-huh. come to me. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I like to come all the way to Ireland just to drop that off. Uh, you've always said you wanted to come to the Emerald Isles, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, if we get the jet, man. See, there we go, guys. We got to pump that jet funds. And then yeah. this way I'll do it live yes. with Paul. Yeah. Speaking of which, I wanted to make today's goal kind of interesting because uh, a few days ago I test I was testing StarCraft 2 on Linux. And Paul's like, I'm in. I'm in. So I was thinking what might be kind of fun is if we hit a, a goal, maybe we'll live stream you setting up Linux. Like you could have Daz's computer do yeah. the stream and then like I could walk you through it. Yeah. and uh see how that goes so so what what do you think it'll take for you to to, to live stream your first linux experience? i don't think it'd take too much i don't think it'd be a problem at all uh i've got two capture cards i've got loads of cameras i've got lots of stuff to make it work so i don't i don't it just would make, require like a little bit of fore planning but other than that should be all right what do you think uh 150 help you get well, a second ssd because you want you want a second ssd i need an that. ssd for it right so yeah 150 would would be would be probably there but what i really want to do here's here's the one for you i want to build that second pc in this case i don't care what kind of specs it is i just want to do a live stream with that build so in that live stream we could also do the there we go the linux build right so like and that will be my linux pc and and the other one will be my windows pc there you go. That's perfectly acceptable. All right. So, what do you think if we get uh, well, two hundred on this? My stream, goal has been. We'll I've been. It? I've been pretty frank with people, right? And I'm. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the cost of doing that is going to be expensive because I need to buy a GPU. If you need to buy a GPU, it's going to be expensive because it it doesn't fit my current GPU. So, it's going to be seven hundred. But I'm willing to put my own money to it. So, 
I don't know, like a 200 from this one would be nice. If we got to 200, I'd say that'd be a nice goal. And then right, I can do that. Yeah. And then, then Paul will uh, do the build, plus I'll walk him through how to get Linux going. We'll have him play some StarCraft 2, which, by the way, I tested the asynchronous compute on that, and uh, that actually worked out pretty good. It yeah. eliminated most of the micro stuttering, and I was like, man, this is running quite good. So, What kind of frame rate did you get? I was getting uh, between two, 150 and 250, depending on the scene. Yeah. Um, and that's with a 1080 Ti, so it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that's about right, about uh, about where I see it. But like, I'm running a 1440p, so. Right. Yeah. 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 So this this could be interesting, man. That'd be good. Uh, like, if I had, I would basically set up instead of a dual monitor setup, I could have a dual PC setup, right? There you go. Just uh, get you a KVM, man. Yeah. Yeah, and just have one doing the stream and one doing the thing. It'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I won't yeah. lose audio. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that. I've had some weird, interesting. There's definitely some quirky shit in Linux, but see, like we deal with quirky shit in Windows all the time. We're just used to the quirky yeah. shit, so yeah. we know how to fix it. Um, but yeah, with, with some minor tweaking, I was able to get a lot of stuff resolved. <laughs> like, but it's one of those like that, that's the reason why I want to get used to Linux gaming now, because there's no way I can ever recommend Windows 11. So once Windows 10 is like outdated in terms of features and whatever it's like well there's only one option so i want to get used to the quirks now so it's easier to transition later on yeah but i'm like i'm like uh like you were talking about quirks like i set my default output to be the port in my monitor like i said it like i made sure yesterday to set my default port to that so that i knew when we did the stream that your audio would come in through obs as the default right then I log into the PC and it's forgotten all my defaults and I'll be on, on Discord. And I'm like, well, that's a natural thing. That's actually not Windows, it's Discord. Emrich, thank you for the 20, dude. I'll get to your question now, right? But OBS then forgets everything as well. And like your audio is not coming in. So it, and it's, But what's worse is it says using defaults. <laughs> yeah, I love when OBS just straight lies to you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Emrich kicking things off strong. Happy Saturday, guys. Happy Saturday to you, buddy. Uh, can't stay for the entire show, but wanted to show support. Uh, please split this uh, for Paul's build and Chris's Linux gaming research. It all gets split, buddy. Um, we, we just share. Actually, I just paid Paul out the other day. It, yeah. it hurts me every time because you, know, <laughs> you, you, you guys support us so good, and I love it, and my bank account's looking great, but then I have to split it with Paul. So he, he always gets his cut absolutely every time yeah unfortunately i'd be the same if i had to like i i, I do be i do because every time i get paid i go taxman does right does yeah yeah so and the taxman does is literally nearly half like it's it's, it's half of everything i earn is taxman does right so it's like yeah same and, thing <laughs> and i've thought about like going does you know things aren't great around here maybe we could you know cut back and it to be honest it would just mean i'd be paying all of that money to the taxman right that's that's the honest to frank goodness truth of it yeah so better to pay daz so yeah because his money comes out because daz is i can take him as a duck he, he works for himself so i could take him off the top right whereas i can't he's there so it's better to still have him right <laughs> yeah yeah big doc thank you for the five he says i hate bill gates <laughs> i think at this point most people do yeah. uh can davinci resolve and blender run on linux i'm willing to try how yes. do i transition yes yeah uh technically yes i don't like 
then she resolved to be perfectly honest. But yeah, if you use it, yes, it does work. I, I had that up and running. I actually found a great video editor that I like, and it's like 99% of my workflow is almost the same. It's called, uh, was it OpenShot? So if anybody is looking for that. a- I haven't tried it, but I've heard of it, yeah. It's relatively similar to uh, PowerDirector in terms of how it, it performs. And uh, it's free, it's open source, so you don't have to pay for it. So that's a good option. Blender definitely works. Uh, OpenShot actually has a Blender plugin naturally, so you can just transition your stuff straight in, which is awesome. Uh, and then how do you transition? You can watch my previous videos here recently. I kind of talk about like, first you want to dual boot because you got to expect you're not going to know how to do everything at first. So if you have something that's time sensitive, just go to Windows, knock it out, but just mess around with Linux. And then uh, if we can get that live stream going, it'd be really great. I can literally talk Paul how to do it step by step. And then you guys can watch, and then that's all you have to do for yourself. So, yeah, it's it's not that hard though. Uh, like I said, there's just some quirky stuff that will come up, <laughs> but you know, if you're not used to Linux, which most of us aren't, it takes a little longer. But it's just because we're all used to the Windows quirks, like Paul was explaining about the audio stuff uh, and OBS. It happens. We just know how to fix those yeah, things that's, quickly. That's exactly what I was about. That's what I meant to say about that. Is like I knew what to do, so I could fix it like that. But if I was on a new operating system, I'd be like, ah. And then you have to Google the problem. And you have to remember that problem. Then you're like, I fixed that before. How do I fix it again? Even Because in Windows, I've done it 20 times. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's the, the, the intricacies of, of moving. So like, I mean, I had the same thing. I recently moved from, I had an Android phone for, Jesus, since 2000. And I had, I had the iPhone 2G, right? That was yeah. my. Yeah, that yeah. was my. And then I, then I, I, I'd, I'd had an iPhone, but not really. Like I, I used to sell and swap phones, but I didn't really use it. I just use it for calls and texts and stuff, and then straight back into an Android phone when I'd sold the phone. Um, but like moving straight to an an iOS phone, I was still like, there's things like I was giving out. I was like, there's things I can't do on an iPhone. It's so fucking infuriating. And then people were like, yeah, no, you just long press that, and then the option comes up. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's just a little yeah it's yeah. basically the same thing with linux that's why i'm like dual boot because like i said time sensitive stuff to do your normal workflow and then over time you get used to it and then you get faster with it and then you know how to handle it and eventually like i said in the future because like windows 10 to me is still perfectly fine I, I like windows 10 it works great you can disable all the telemetry and all that you don't need a login but, you know, let's say five, ten years from now, it's going, they're just not going to support it like they do now. Mm -hmm. So eventually, like I said, I just can't support Windows 11. Maybe they'll backtrack on Windows 12 and be like, Maybe. yeah, people don't like all that stuff we're trying to force on them. And then we can still use Windows and that's fine. But I'm just going to assume that that's not going to be the case at this point. Well, the only way they'll backtrack is if they lose massive market share, right? That's the only mm -hmm. way they'll backtrack. If they lose like 15% market share, they'll be like, oh, that's bad. Because even Windows has, a, Windows has a monopoly. When you lose even 5%, that's worrying for Windows, right? That's like stock prices going down, fucking world exploding problems, right? So if they lose 15%, they're going to go back and do something spectacular. Like get rid of ads in your file explorer, right? Which we all know is coming. <laughs> they did yeah. it by accident. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's going to get pretty rough over there on Windows. Then they'll lose market share. Then they might backtrack. But then I, I honestly think when a lot of people do switch over to Linux, get used to the quirks, get it figured out. Once the software gets a little bit more refined, I don't think it's got that much further to go, to be honest. I'd say it's about 90% of the way there, just that last little 10%. And then I don't think a lot of people would switch back, to be honest, because... 
if everything you do works and you know how to do it, why why would you? Yeah. And you don't have to deal with Microsoft and all their bullshit. You don't even have to get the CD keys for fifteen bucks or whatever. You don't yeah. have to deal with that anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I just think that once they lose that market share, it's just never going to come back. And to think, there's people out there who don't know about the CD keys. There's people out there paying a hundred dollars for a license Oof. and getting. Windows. We need to watch our videos. Yeah, and getting Windows Home like. Home. Oh, which is which yeah. is the worst yeah, yeah that's really bad like i had an experience with windows that made me go right boys i need to migrate now and the experience was i reinstalled windows 10 because i didn't like windows 11 and then i look and it's like thank you for upgrading to windows 11 i was like i didn't fucking upgrade what are you talking about it automatically yeah. upgraded me to windows 11 i didn't say yes i didn't click anything I, mm-hmm. and normally as you said like i just i don't i do the windows updates right mm-hmm. but I, sh- I i schedule them on my own so i don't have it telling me when it just it tells you you need to do one and then when you're ready to do them you do them right but like this one i'd forgotten because obviously i'd done a completely fresh windows install and it just did it yep. itself <laughs> and you weren't the only one I, I had like four or five guys in my discord saying the same thing it's yeah. like thanks microsoft and they'd send me the screenshot of now you're going to windows 11 <laughs> meanwhile they had no interest in that and i put that off yeah. for three weeks nearly <laughs> yeah yeah it's, like i said yeah, yeah they're, they're i don't like what microsoft's doing windows 10 is perfectly fine when you disable updates you disable like you just disable everything um and then it works fine but yeah, once they put that thing in where it automatically tracks where you are and gives you the weather and all that, I'm like, mm, that's no good. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when I stopped updates yeah. with Windows entirely. Big Doc, thank, thank you, for you for the, the 20. 20. Man, you lunatic. Thank you, dude. Thank you so much, man. Uh, yeah, thanks. we're a quarter of the way there already yeah. Yeah. To, the, to the goal. Yeah. Thanks for your contributions to the common sense. I see people uh, in the community who have tried. Is anyone here willing to help me out offline by emailing or something? I'd appreciate it. I'll help you out with whatever you want, man. Um, if you have yeah. Twitter, DM me on Twitter. Um, if you don't, uh, then um, subs.naf at gmail.com is my email address and i'll get you into both me and chris's discord so about me and chris can give you a hand yeah yeah right. or you can just go to uh was it youtube go to my about page my email's in there yeah. just shoot me an email i'll get you in discord and we can chat with you yeah. there yeah it's uh like i mean you've you've given enough contribution now we don't we yeah. don't need to be <laughs> discord nazis yeah. right it's like... no, no. <laughs> anybody who really wants to get into the discord and genuinely wants to if yeah you send an email that's fine with me so thanks buddy We'd be more than happy to help you out. Um, so, all right. Everybody's talking in the chat about the 6400. I didn't think it was going to be that big in news, but no. everybody really wants to yeah. talk about that. So I figure we could start there. Um, what are your thoughts? Because I, I think I might have a strange take on this one. My thoughts on the 6400 is, give me the 6800 you. Because <laughs> it's the same amount of CUs, right? It's 12. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if it could do that, Right, I'm like, well, I want to see the 6800 you. I want to see what that could do. Because, I mean, I hate the price, right? That's the only thing I hate about the 6400. It's really cool. Uses very little energy. Performance is grand, right? Like, for what it is. It's just the price that makes it terrible, right? It's seventy book, 170 book card, right? If it, was, if it was 90 bucks or 100 bucks, wouldn't have a problem. Wouldn't have an argument. Wouldn't say anything about it. I'd be like, sweet. We get a graphics card that doesn't require PCI Express power. Nvidia can't do that, <laughs> so I'd be like, "Yay!" <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. 
and it's it's i think it's is it is it's it's faster or as fast as the 1650 that doesn't require it's, a pc express power does it or? it's roughly a tie it's basically like the guys will tell you um yeah these guys are saying eta prime loves it yeah and he his channel and his audience that it's the right thing for that but yeah. it's basically yeah 1650 or 1050 ti ish level mm. you know give or take still slower than like a 570 yeah but not by a lot yeah so it's 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 570 level performance if you're using PCI Express Gen 4, which is always the big caveat with this thing, right? But it's, the problem is it's 170 bucks. That's my big takeaway from it. It it should have been in this current inflated market, 130, right? <laughs> and I would have been like, okay, right, 129. I would have went, oh, grand, right? Everything's a little bit more expensive. I get it, but like it's so close to the 6500 XT and the 6500 XT, you get you get so much more performance, right? Like, a lot more. I think, I think it's like twenty five percent faster. Yeah, but it's not. It's not twenty five percent more money. It's. You know what I mean, it's. It's. Yeah, it's it's not that much more. My my take is, is you know, there's there's a market for the low profile, uh, you know, no power connector thing, and I'm like, okay, and those usually do command a little bit of a premium, so I'm not even that mad at the one fifty nine price point for those versions. Mm -hmm. Um, because that's kind of the price point those usually are. Mm -hmm. And NVIDIA has no other option besides the 1650, of course, and this is relatively similar. I would argue the 1650 is technically better because mm -hmm. it's Gen 3, um, and it has encoding capabilities. <laughs> Even though it doesn't have Turing's NVENC, it has basically Pascal's, but still, it has the capabilities of it. So I would argue that that's typically a little bit better, but the low-profile version of versions of those are like $250, $300. So I'm like, all right, it's not the worst. I think $130 for the ITX size, you know, the ones that are, are bigger, mm -hmm. less niche, those ones, I agree. Well, $130 would have been perfect for it. But what I find really strange is, and, and I was texting or talking to Celso about it, I'm like, does AMD not understand how to do things? On the low-profile versions, they're all single slot. Which, which is cool because it's real tiny and this and that, but these things run so slow and they're only 58 watts, meaning there's a lot of extra headroom there. I'm like, why did nobody make a low-profile dual-slot cooler so you can crank up the power basically to its limit and get more performance? Yeah. Because they only run at like 2 gigahertz like base clock or yeah. something. So it's like, well, why wouldn't you want it like 2.4 locked, yeah. which you should probably be able to get. So I'm like, these guys just don't know what they're doing. So I see this as a huge missed opportunity by not offering that. Now, granted, somebody might come out with one eventually, but nobody has one now. It's either the ITX ones, which I think are pretty much pointless. And then you have the low profile single slots. And I'm like, the cooling capabilities is not going to be that good. I think it tells you, right? I think it tells you in what they've what they've offered, because... They know if they put a 2.4, 2.5 gigahertz, um, or 25% lead that the 6500 has gets smaller. Mm -hmm. um, so they put the price to where it's like, there are people who need this and don't have any other option, right? So they're going to buy it anyway, yeah? Um, and then, and they know that, but like they don't want to cannibalize the sale of the 6500 because they know that's going to be a high even that it's shit review and shit everything it's still going to be a high volume product for amd so they're like don't cannibalize the sales of that and push them towards this thing um which yeah but ultimately uh, i hurts don't know them. i mean it's a stupid decision that, 
it, that requires a power connector and there is no low profile version so like I, mm. I just see these being like two completely different markets yeah so i don't know why they would ever think that it's like well this thing does something that this one can't like literally just is incapable of doing so why wouldn't you want the thing that's the only thing for a specific market be as good as possible mm. I don't know, but it's AMD and they're board partners and they do weird things. Some could argue that this is not even for that market. I'll get to that now. Hi, hi Mark. I like to see people saying hi in the chat. What's up, dude? Yeah. Um, but uh, um, because the reason why it's not for that market is because it struggles still with the PCI Express bandwidth on True. Gen 3. And ultimately, the market for this is somebody who buys or has is using an Intel integrated graphics wants a bit more grunt and wants to slap uh, a gpu in it now you've cut out a lot of that market because the only ones that can that can have access to it are people on 11th gen 12th gen or uh you know uh fifth fifth gen amd right they're the only people who have access oh, to the- well, fifth gen AMD, AP, well, I guess not the APUs because the APUs are Gen yeah. three. Yeah, but you know <laughs> what I mean, like you don't, the the ones that yeah. So and even though yeah, those ones would would have come with a GPU anyway because they would have had to right. So unless it's are, the the fifty seven hundred G and the fifty six hundred G, they're Gen three, are they? Yep. Yep. So not even for them ones. <laughs> exactly they're for for no amd ap so they've cut themselves into kind of this weird box with this product and it's once again just a laptop scavenged part to try and fit a market it's a around a square peg in a round hole right it's it's like you get the reason why it exists and i understand the reason why it exists but then you try and do the thing that exists for and it compromises the performance that you're gonna see right and even the perform, what, even the performance uh, without that will probably be way better than what you already have like it'll probably be way better but still it's yeah, compromised that, that, performance that, that's what's just driving me nuts <laughs> like if they put a solid cooler on one of those low profile ones it would have been much faster than the 1650 probably close to a 570 level maybe you know 10 15 percent slower than a 6500 xt be the fastest low profile graphics card in the world even with uh, <clears throat> even with all of its caveats that would make it a much more appealing product and obviously the itx size cards will be able to do that because the cooler is much larger so i, I i'm just like this is just very strange decision making on the part of amd all all over the place yeah it's it's fairly fairly and then you've got the 60 you've got the 6800 u which i'm looking at going ooh, give me a desktop version of that because then i don't need this graphics card right if yep. I, if well, I, by the way, that runs at 2400 megahertz. Yes, yeah. So if I get a desktop version of that, and I doesn't it have more bandwidth as well? <laughs> does it, uh, am I wrong on that? Somebody correct, maybe, de- no, did Denver say? Yeah, Denver said with the five. Thank you, Denver. Uh, I too am interested in the 6400 versus the 6800 UH. Uh, one has 144 gigabytes per second, but the only has four gigabytes of RAM. The other one only has 70 gigabytes per second. Also, it's, yeah, uh, but two but uh, up to 250 gigabytes of ram shared for slots yeah so you might not run into that memory bottleneck as much if you've got more ram <laughs> it's like i don't know it's like uh De- denver were you, what ram were you using that on because theoretically they could get that up to 
6400 with LP DDR5X, I think it is. And you can run that in quad channels, a 256-bit memory bus. So that's theoretically the maximum Ooh. the 6800U or H could do. I think it might actually have more memory bandwidth than this card. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to get quad channel on desktop. That's the thing, right? So no, it's like, not on desktop. Yeah, no. but like it, it, it interests me to see what that's possible, what's possible there. Um, mm -hmm. Because yeah <laughs> like then this card doesn't need to exist you can do the whole thing without a graphics card right and it's mm -hmm. like and you get the same you got imagine if you got the same performance i'm not even looking for faster the same performance imagine that i'm betting it'd probably be faster especially at the 2400 megahertz like i said i think that'd probably match an rx 570 which is like a good 15 20 percent faster than this card and the uh you know 1650 so but yeah, I mean, that's great for an APU. Like, we were talking about that on the last one. APUs, if AMD goes to 24 CUs, <coughs> that's going to be a game changer. Yep. Um, and I think that they will with all the rumors of Meteor Lake. They need a bigger APU to compete against that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe maybe AMD thought Navi 10 was good. Navi 20 was great. Where can we make a mess uh, we just can't be perfect. <laughs> no, they didn't think that. Navi 10 was a shit show from design to completion, and then they fucked it up with the price. It, they could have got away with it with the pro. That thing was borked on day one, broken in fact on the silicon level, um, and it, it 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 and they fixed it in drive. I don't know what they did in drivers, but it, it did 1800 megahertz day one, and before I sold it, it was doing 2200 megahertz or 20 2000 megahertz. Like it was just sitting around 2020 so they'd got a 200 megahertz overclock out of nowhere somewhere somehow with that with that silicon right like but even then like you run it at 1600 megahertz and you lose like five percent performance right <laughs> but you drop from like doing 225 watts to like 145 watts right so yeah. like it's a six pin it needs a six pin <laughs> <laughs> like, well that, that's what happens with all performance graphics cards nowadays because they're pushed so hard you just hit that efficiency curve and boom your yeah. power consumption goes down to like nothing uh denver thank you for the two he says lp ddr5 uh ddr5 is fake four channel it's uh four times 32 not four times 64 gotcha all right i was wondering about that because i'm like why aren't they doing the yeah i said that to you on a previous one there's something about lp ddr5 that's not the same as lp ddr uh, uh, like ddr5 and and that's obviously the thing i couldn't remember what it was at the time that makes sense now um like it's yeah because not... sorry go ahead yeah i was just gonna say yeah i mean that makes more sense otherwise like why aren't they talking this feature up i mean it was on the initial slides you know like quad channel like they did kind of highlight that but then that's quietly went away and i was wondering why because i'm like that'd be huge um well and does quad channel mean that you have four dim slots as well is you four dim slots that's yeah. even even with the butchered memory bandwidth that's that's good, really good for me because that means expandability is so much easier on, on laptop well well theoretically what it is is each side of the dim is its own channel so uh, you just have two dims, and each each side of the dim is uh, its own channel. So you only get two chat. You only get two dims, or, or, or in two most two cases, dims, but dim. four channels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in most cases, one dim and one soldier to the motherboard, which I fucking hate that shit. Like I hate it so much. So yeah, I, I, do you know why they do that? Right. Um. Well, I know why they do batteries. Right. Do you know why they they they? And I think it's probably the same reason. Injury, thank you for the 50, my dude. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. he, he's like, we're doing it. We're, All right, we're well, we're halfway it. to the goal already, yeah. boys. 
Yeah, remember if you were going to make the second machine Linux with the new graphics card Go AMD GPU. Uh, oh, uh, Graham Greenwood, thank you. Welcome to the NAFAM. Oh, by the way, boys, if you want to see me and Chris sing, probably not going to happen today because Chris is sick, right? See, Chris, want, Chris is all about the singing, right? He wanted to do it. I want to I wanna do it for real, but if yeah. we do it today, I'm just doing twinkle, twinkle, little stuff. Yeah, yeah. so uh, <laughs> we're probably going to leave the after hours today. We're going to get it done. We will get it done. We promised you we're going to sing, so we're going to sing on the after hours, just probably yeah, not today. But, but I want to sing for real, not not for yeah all nasally yeah but sorry go back you, to you want to finish his yeah. question there uh, yeah. amd gpu because nvidia drivers on linux suck balls while amd have open source drivers also for your motherboard go with a gigabyte b550 itx best bang for buck uh, with good vr vrm i'll keep that in mind injury thank you very much in uh thank you for the 50 man that's a lunatic donation i appreciate it so so much man um yeah i'll keep that in mind i was looking around and it's like, I think it might be Intel because like, I think I might do, if I'm going to do a budget bill, man, it's, it's probably going to be Intel and the, the 1200 because I was looking Gotta at the, the IT, I was yeah. looking at the ITX um, motherboards and they're more expensive than X570, X570 motherboards, like decent X570, the 200 quid, most of them are 200 quid, the B550 ITX motherboards, right? But then you can get a $100 ITX motherboard for in, for Intel B B six sixty, which is not great. Like it's not a great board. It looks terrible. But I'm running a twelve one hundred on it, so I'm right. fuck with the motherboard. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the, there's no overclocking. Yeah. yeah, it's just memory tuning. That's all you got. Yeah, so it it looks really like it looks really awful. But I don't care, as I said. Once I can, and it runs thirty two hundred megahertz memory. I think B six sixty is the, like the that's the cap frequency, whatever for that. I don't know whether you can overclock memory on B six sixty. I haven't looked into it. But, uh, B B six sixty B six sixty. That's the twelve. Yeah. yeah, you can overclock memory. Okay. Yeah. So well, you can. Uh, is the twenty the two ninety X still uh, a good buy in at one hundred fifty? Do you know what the two ninety X is about as fast as a as a sixty four hundred? Believe it or not. No. I tell you, it is answer. on Tech Power Up. That's where they have it. They have it at the same no, level. No, two two ninety X would still be faster. On I'd say that's Tech Power pretty, Up. Tell you, Tech Power Up. Yeah, yeah, Tech Power Up. Don't know what they're talking about. Two ninety X is basically an RX five eighty level card. So four eighty at least. It's so four eighty. It's four eighty. But the yeah. RX five seventy is faster than a four eighty now. So. Yeah. I, I don't I don't believe that either, but <laughs> that's the way the le- drivers less shader core, same architecture. Yeah, no, I mean it also depends on games tested, but yeah, two ninety X at about a hundred is pretty good. Um, I'm assuming it's a four gig card. Those are actually a good deal. Pascal cards right now for your build. I know he's saying go AMD, but Pascal cards right now are probably the best in terms of price to performance. Obviously, RDNA two mm-hmm. is the best if you're looking for new. Um, but yeah, the two nineties and two ninety X's are pretty good. If you want to spend about a hundred bucks, uh, I apologize, man. I'm so wrong. Um, I don't know why I thought that. Um, it's about as fast as the GTX seven seventy. So it's what is the sixty four hundred? Yeah, which is ten fifty Ti level. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah ten fifty Ti level. It's a little bit faster than ten fifty Ti. Um. It is, where is it? Yeah, it's, sorry, the 290X is 40% faster. 
yeah i was like there's no way yeah no way it's so even yeah the the, at that price it's a good buy yeah the 290x is all right <laughs> yeah yeah as long as yeah, you've got a beefy power supply make sure you got 650 watt 7 700 watt for that that bad boy yeah it's a 300 watt card yeah <laughs> but it's it's the last 512 bit card so i mean it does have well i guess the 390 but it's the same thing but and stay uh, yeah. away from the blower design like the plague like they make yeah. really good aftermarket coolers for those things but that that is a bad experience man you take a hair dryer turn it off turn it on five feet from your ear and see if you can live with that because that's the exact same experience <laughs> yeah I, I had the 290 the launch reference model it was it was a bit loud yeah. um but yeah so as far as gpu goes for the linux build i've had no problem with nvidia at mm. all zero zero um i've even been able to switch be in between nvidia and amd without dumping drivers or anything and it works just fine so i wouldn't really worry about it but the open source drivers are nice yeah but if you're looking for performance per dollar nothing's beating pascal performance right now so yeah Dever, thank you for the 10 man ddr5 lpddr5 not much difference the ddr4 it splits each dim into two sub channels to try to combat the terrible latency with memory interleaving but it doesn't help much ddr5 5500 cl40 equals ddr4 44 48 cl okay yeah thank you for the 10 man thank you thank you, thank you. yeah oh. but you don't you, you don't have ddr4 at 4800 and laptops yeah <laughs> they top they top out at 4266 mm. you can't even buy that like that has to come soldered from a manufacturer yeah i'm but, gonna i'm gonna yeah. turn on the light man i'll be back in a second i just did all right go for it i'll chat with the chat um new tech saying 115 pounds seems a little high given that it's a 2013 card yeah but i mean the performance like i said it's basically an rx 480 um now obviously british pounds are worth a lot more <clears throat> so i'd say you want to be about a hundred dollars us dollars whatever that equates to so maybe that's like 90 pounds or something but somewhere in that range i'd say for a 290 and 290x is, is actually quite good mm. oh by the way weight update i've lost 26 pounds Ace, there you go. I haven't checked in a while. Yeah, Probably still pounds. down my 10. I've been drinking like just horrible shit like energy drinks and stuff here lately to keep yeah. myself going. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want a new card with long driver support, I don't care about driver support, man. It's not a... This, this whole experience is going to just be for a box where i have linux con like i think that's what i'm probably like because because you just gave me idea like it's the best idea i've ever had like that you've ever had towards what i should do because it gives me the two experiences so i'm having a nightmare i can just switch to this one i don't have mm -hmm. a nightmare anymore it just gives me the and then when i'm ready i can switch to linux. this pc full 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 more mm -hmm. right once you get used to it yeah, yeah. Exactly. which is what i recommend for everybody um, but <clears throat> that's the other nice thing about not only just Linux, but AMD stuff, because AMD doesn't have to support the GPUs, the open source community will. So you'll actually get longer driver support out of your yeah. AMD cards on Linux than you will Windows. Yeah. 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 Uh, I thank you for the 25, Ron. Uh, also think about sustainability. RX 6400 and 6300 are sunk cost uh, fallacy. fallacy waste mm -hmm. of board resources just junk gpu chips yeah they are man they are yeah stuff they couldn't put into a laptop right <laughs> uh, i mean the the worst part is is that 4x pci because if, if it was 8x it would be fine like you can deal without the encode and this and that but like the fact that these just don't work 
on, you know, like a, imagine using this on like a, an i7 2600, which is PCIe 2. The CPU is plenty good enough for this <laughs> GPU, but the performance just can be so awful yeah. that it's just not worth it. Basically, yeah. the use case for these doesn't really exist. Yeah, it doesn't at all. Um, unless, as I said, you you've got a you've somehow come upon an 11th gen Intel pre-built for like 300 bucks with like 16 gigabytes of RAM and an, and an, and a, an SSD in it, and you're like, oh, I could turn this into a gaming PC with a 6400, and you could, and that's that makes perfect sense, right? <laughs> Yeah, but that's gonna be like three or four years from now because no, nobody's gonna be dumping eleventh gen yeah. yet. I mean, yeah. Yeah. they're too new. Plus, those are i fives and better. They never made i threes for that. Uh, new tech. Uh, congrats, Paul. In the start, I thought you lost money pounds. Uh, we use euro <laughs> here, mate. We use euro. So <laughs> uh, that's that's still kind of funny. Uh, Graham's asking, would we have a Linux podcaster on for a chat? Yeah, absolutely. We uh, could uh, we could definitely do that. I want to get Paul into it first, so this way. It's not just me talking, Paul going, yeah, it'd be nice if I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> so, so, so we'll, we'll wait until Paul's a little, yeah, I really want to, I really want to try it. I've also been thinking about, um, getting, like, I want to get, re I, I've been thinking about just as a hobby, kind of getting a bit tinkery. So I've been thinking about buying a, a phone called a Blackberry passport, right? Okay. Because I want to see like the, the, basically Blackberry ending support for that. And I used to love Blackberries back in the day, man. I used to be like um but like they're ending support for it but what i want to try and do is i want to try and install google play services on it and get all of the stuff and turn it into a fully functional smartphone again like that's I, just a tinkering thing and that's why i was like the it, linux thing would be perfect for me It'd be like a little tinkery yeah project yeah. to to do and then talk about afterwards right yeah what's nice is like it just doesn't cost you anything it's yeah there's tons of tinkery like I, i've been having a lot of fun like i said searching out mm -hmm. software that'll work and just trying just trying to get it up and running to where it's like yeah i could do everything and it's just crazy once you get up to that like 90 95 of your entire workflow is good and everything's working fine mm -hmm. and you're just like wow um we're, we're almost there already and it's like I'm only about a month in of really pushing it. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought this is going to take a lot longer, yeah. to be honest. Uh, do you have release day for FSR 2.0? What games uh, have been announced? Um, any announcement on when Deadloop will be, be released? Um, I'd imagine I, that's I don't know. You did, you did the video on it. Yeah. Uh, I, my contacts who know about this still don't have access to it. So if they don't have access to it, it's a while off, is what I will say. Like, months, right? Well, didn't they say it was supposed to be this quarter, Q2? Yeah, well, well I'll talk to you afterwards. You you can tell me. When I tell you what I know, you can tell me whether... Well, whether right. it's, gonna... it's supposed to be out in Q2. Let's put yeah, it that way. Yeah. We can go by what AMD says, what actually happens. Well, yeah. that's a whole other thing. Deathloop 2.0, FSR 2.0. Uh, is Deathloop already out? Yeah, Deathloop's been oh, out for so a while. it's already out. So it's it's not even yeah. So it's yeah. So it's 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 they're gonna just do an update to that. So you, there's no way of predicting when this thing's out. Um, you would you would you would hope it will be in because they're talking about it. Really talking about it now. When's like a gaming thing where AMD would launch like June maybe? There's something Copy where AMD text. yeah. Computex would be the next one. Computex is no, where they're probably There's going. no more E3. Yeah. Yeah. Computex is probably where they're gonna they're gonna really talk about uh Zen three, right? 
Oh, Zen 4. Zen, Zen 4. Yeah. So that's where they're probably going to really talk about that. They might not launch it then. They might launch it a month later or a month after that. But they're really uh, SIGGRAPH is sometime in the summer. So they might, because they do a lot at SIGGRAPH too. SIGGRAPH might be as well. Yeah, they launched Vega at SIGGRAPH, didn't they? So they like launching mm-hmm. things at that. Paul, Chris, did yeah. you guys see Johnny Depp deposition? <laughs> no, I, I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. Women don't lie. Women don't lie. It turns out they do sometimes. <laughs> turns Why out they're they people lie? too. Yeah. Congratulations. Why would they lie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Turns out, right. There's, 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 there's a reason for everyone to tell a spoof every now and again, right? Everyone lies. Fucking everyone. Yeah. yeah uh looks like the guys want us to get I, i've yeah. never heard of this guy but gardner bryant on the show gardner uh, bryant could look into him could reach out and, uh, yeah yeah well, here i'm gonna copy that because i'll forget yeah i'll just just send it to me note. just send it to me in a dm man. uh yeah let me pull you up there you go uh that'll that'll remind us to to check that out uh peter is correct correction for you chris amd is very strong in supporting the linux open source drivers yeah yeah they they open the stuff up but i mean it, it the open source community does whatever they want with them <laughs> you know that's the whole point they just go here it is yeah. that's what amd does yeah. and off you go now <laughs> yeah well it's the yeah. same thing that they did with fsr that, that's actually one of the things you might find interesting especially with uh Lutris. It, it has fsr built right in so it's rsr so literally every game works and any gpu works so it's better than rsr <laughs> at every single level because it automatically works in every single game there was just, just, just does there was a hack for that a week after fsr launched anything that basically any game that was in steam you could enable fsr on on linux <laughs> any game that you could yeah. sorry that's, that's a caveat right so any game that would work in linux on steam would work with fsr there's a guy yeah, who did a video showing you how to enable it yeah i think there was you had to download some stupid program and it was a bit this janky even... it was a bit i think you had to like set the resolution before you went into the game and stuff like that but yeah well, well now, nowadays all you do is once you go into a game let's say you you got 1080p display you just set to like 720p it'll automatically just engage F, uh, fsr i'm like this is way better <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is way better than anything that uh yeah. amd is doing on windows because it just kicks right in which is nice which actually that should just be the case amd should just do that on the driver level it's just literally anytime your resolution is sub-native, FSR just 1.0 needs to kick in. It'd be real nice if they could do that with FSR 2.0, but it doesn't mm. sound like that's going to be the case. What I find really funny is the amount of Linux heads we have in here, man. There's about so many Linux heads in here. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize so many people were avid Linux users. Like I'm accumulating. Every Linux video I put out, like because they're like number 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10, but they, every one that I do... Sub- they keep going up the steps because yeah, so you're, you're gonna get start. You're gonna start getting. See, this thing, right? That when you go in a very neat niche community, they're gonna start recommending your videos because they're gonna be like, "Look, there's another, there's another guy who's talking sense here, right? He's right. he's seeing the light here. We need to push him a little bit." I think that's yeah, yeah. Like, I I see the benefits, man. I I've seen the benefits for a long time. I just I just the dyslexia has been the block, but now I've got you. <laughs> so I'm like, Chris, I can't make this work. <laughs> right. Well, and uh, I mean, Marfi is key. I mean, uh, he's in your discord too, Ooh. right? Yeah. That dude, yeah. like he will literally make me a PDF, like explaining step by step <laughs> how to do stuff. Like 
Luckily, I'm to the point now he doesn't need to do that. <laughs> he can just be like, all right, just do this thing and do the thing. And I'll be like, all right, and then I'll, I can figure it out from there. Graham Greenwood, thank you for the two pounds, buddy. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you, dude. Uh, yeah, I think I think a lot. Of the Steam Deck is the real catalyst, you know. Like people really wouldn't care, but now that like Valve's pushing it so hard, and everybody's like, "Oh, this does work." I think right now is the right time for that type of content. Uh, Mapantisu or whatever your name is, dude. Um, I've been watching reviews of QD OLED, and I really have FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can't say that I blame you because those things are beautiful. Uh, so uh, Graham wants to know, uh, would you still recommend an X99 build, Chris? I'm thinking about, uh, I'm thinking on an AMD 1700 with a B450, 550 mobile. So would you do it? Would you X99? I I mean, price-wise, it'll be about the same. Performance will be a lot stronger on the X99, but then you get the upgrade path on on the AMD. So it just depends on what you're trying to do. Are you trying to do, like, a single build, meaning, like, I'm not going to upgrade this, at least not for a long time? Then I would do the X99. Uh, the key there is you got to get the motherboard at the right price. Like, people are like, oh, motherboards are $200. I got mine for 130 bucks. Like, uh, no, no, it wasn't even that hard. I just found the cheapest one that had to make an offer, and then I threw one hundred and thirty dollars plus ship, uh, including shipping. Yeah. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, you know, like it, it took me literally less than two hours to do that. So yeah, uh, you, you can get them, and that's on eBay. So everybody has access to that. So if you can get that, that would definitely be the way to go in terms of performance but if you're like well i'll get the 1700 now and then maybe i'll get a 5950x you know two or three years from now when they're like 200 bucks the amd platform would be yeah. good but you're gonna spend way more on the cpu on the amd side but less on the motherboard yeah. so it balances out that the cost should be pretty much the yeah. same so there's there's two things number one i forgot to ask for questions in in the chat if you're in my <laughs> if you're in my uh discord please ask questions um i'm gonna go do it now um florida man said florida man which is florida man pretty much part of the course right and then well, uh, I, I feel naked without florida man yeah so, you know get him showing up and uh um and then uh new tech says paul has really minimized his dyslexia like close to vaporized it go is a gold 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 i imagine um yeah man the problem with me in dyslexia is not really reading or uh the problem is is comprehension right like that's the real problem with somebody who struggles with dyslexia i can read fucking layers of text and you might go oh that guy sounds like he can read and i probably can but then it go you go what was that about paul and i go oh fuck no it's <laughs> 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 the real problem you get when i'm when i'm not because all your focus is on just reading, reading it, it not yeah. understanding yeah, it not yeah. understanding where most people read and i find myself i've learned to do that sometimes i learned to forget to try because when i was first reading like when i was 16 17 learning to read because i couldn't read when i was 16 i couldn't read i had like the reading age of like a six-year-old or i genuinely couldn't read um when i was learning to read i remember i was seeing the words in my head and reading the words like you know that's there and this is what there means i had to go through a whole process in my head and i did that until i was in my 20s 30s what really helped me was like my kid was born and reading her stories all the time and what really upset me was like she would say no mommy you read them right 
because she knew like oh, I was a bit yeah. stuttery and a bit babbly when I was reading them so I was like gotta get better at this and now I don't see the words anymore I'm just telling the story and it and it's going in and now I know <laughs> and these are really simple stories Jack and you know uh Jack and the Beanstalk you know um right anybody notice how fucking PC kids stories have gotten these days sorry you just know I know that's completely off topic but like I remember in the little tree pigs the wolf died when he hit the water right doesn't anymore burns his arse and runs out the door never seen again right remember when jack cut down the beanstalk the giant died when he hit the ground no he didn't he got thrown far away and was never <laughs> seen again uh in little red Riding Hood, we, we, we have all the old books for our kids yeah. so <laughs> in little red Riding Hood, they, they still die yeah in little red Riding Hood, the wolf ate the grandma and the axe cutter cut the wolf out and pulled him out of her stomach that don't happen anymore the wolf hides the grandma in the closet and then the good cutter lets him out. I'm like, it's a bit PC, right? Zed's uh, saying, read The Hobbit to your kids. It's <laughs> yeah. a good story. Yeah. But the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings definitely got to get, get mm-hmm. rid of the kids. Uh, Nathan's here. He slept in. He feels bad about life. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Nathan. Yeah. Just going to ask for questions at everyone. Sure. I'm going to give everybody a goal update. So the goal on this one is uh, 200. We're at 125. So we're most of the way there, guys. And if we get that goal, Paul will actually live stream his PC build and I will be with him uh, for his first Linux experience. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what we'll do. Yeah, it might end up, depending on how long it takes me to build a PC, it might end up being two streams. One where I build a PC, second one where Chris talks me through installing Linux and getting everything optimized and working and getting all the programs that I need sorted out. And then we might even try playing StarCraft together, right? <laughs> yeah, we could actually make that the thing. And mm-hmm. then you could curb stomp me in StarCraft. Mm-hmm. Um, It'd be really nice if it was like the Command and Conquer Renegade thing. I'm playing a first-person shooter, but you're playing a strategy game. That would be that'd be the perfect game. By the way, if you're a game developer, that is now something that needs to be a thing yeah. where you can play it either as an RTS or an FPS. Mm-hmm. And you can still play against each other because that that I think would be great. Um, we need to like if you feel like you're getting curb stomped, we could just do a co-op game where I put in like eight unbelievably difficult AIs and we just try and beat them like that would be a thing in co-op right yeah. together that'd be a thing yeah you curb stop me like you know we'll, we'll do like two or three like one minute games where i get destroyed and then we'll go <laughs> all right after after it's been officially established that chris does not play rts's then yeah we can do that mm. and uh gareth welcome buddy we got another mm. new member thank you yeah or i could teach you how to play and then the the community could set me handicaps like you can only play with one hand you have to close your eyes and only play with feel you can only use workers like you have to use a controller (laughs) (laughs) well well, i don't think that will particularly work but like you know what i mean i I think i'd have a pretty good chance that you you have to keep your apm below 40 if you don't you lose the game like like even if i win i lose the game right (laughs) yeah that that reminds me of uh my brother and i we got so good at like rock band and whatever guitar hero we we would do a percent off on the bottom like how low how few notes can you hit and still pass the song yeah yeah you have to you have to show up completely loaded (laughs) <laughs> and try and play starcraft against chris like we could have all mad kind of uh um goals i think that'd be really cool i think that'd be really cool um and since this is our dedicated live stream platform i'm thinking of making my own dedicated live stream channel um as live streams hurt your channel you know you know the rule like like that's why i keep yeah. it to one a week i'd love to do uh, if, if i could i'd do every single video live streamed i just do them 40 minutes at a time right and just bang them out 
But uh, yeah, they hurt your channel, so I would love to do that. So if I started my own dedicated live stream channel, which I have already, we had me and Daz have an old channel that has like a thousand subscribers or something like that. I don't know how many it is, but we could, right. I could, I could just use that as my my live stream channel and then go on from there. And yeah. we could do all sorts of fun stuff like that on the, on that channel as well. There we go. Yeah, yeah, we can do that, or we can do it on here. Like if it's you and I, we can do it on here. But um, yeah, I was thinking about doing a TGOG live channel as well this way like uh because I, I do tons of linux testing behind the scenes uh you know just trying out games checking to see if they work how to get them up and running if they don't how to get performance better if there's you know hitching or whatever and i'm like i should do this live i think a lot of people would would like that but obviously like you said can't do that on, on your main channel um, um yeah Injuries like Paul, what is the equivalent of PO box in Ireland? We have PO boxes. Um, the problem is I looked into them; they're like a hundred and something euro a month for one. It's like what? The yeah, no, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, a hundred something euro a month for one. There was another one. It's like um, I can't remember what it's called, but like you basically get it. You get a temporary one for every parcel, so you have to give people an address every time, and then you you go to to and basically you ship it to them and then they ship it to your box that they know is yours and you can just have you just go in with your smartphone and like tap your smartphone and it opens it up or whatever but yeah that's not as expensive but it, it seems like a pain in the ass carnizzle thank you for the two dude with the <sighs> I, I think that's hand clapping or oh maybe oh, not it's, it's so tiny so tiny <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i could i like I've had an awful lot. Of, Thirty APM would be enough for Paul to be Chris. Probably twenty APM would survive. Twenty APM would be rough, man. That means I'm doing twenty things in a minute, right? Like that's not a lot of things. That means every three seconds you can do a thing. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> three seconds. That'd be perfect because you'd probably fall asleep from boredom, <laughs> and then I that that I could win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like how they're like you, you should both play Doom Eternal. It's like. Uh, I don't know the multiplayer and that's not a real thing in my opinion if me and Chris played Doom Eternal it would be I haven't played Doom since Doom <laughs> yeah I that, played Doom 2016 benchmarked it for like an hour that was it and then Doom Eternal played yeah. it for like five minutes I yeah I don't know if I posted it up or not but maybe I'll do that on here um well Joe the guy that started good old gamer with me and I I, I have a clip video clip of me and him playing doom and it's pretty disgusting so uh i've been meaning to post that up for people like this, this is an extra video it's like you yeah, against him uh no we we were playing against other people online and like it was it, it was pretty disgusting um i had some pretty sweet shots and stuff in that one but like that for me that was actually a bad match it just happened to be a pretty yeah. I just had some good shots in it and I happened to be recording. So me versus Paul and that would basically, yeah, it's the equivalent of like him versus me in Starcraft. Yeah. It's, I don't think, I think it'd be even worse, man. I think like in a strategy game, you could make it so that like, like if I, 28 PM, right? 28 PM, you'll beat me. There's no way I can build an army. So as long as you know what production structure is, you know how to just mass one unit, you'll win the game, right? Like, there's there's no way 28 bm i can't even command my units to attack right <laughs> for the cause thank you jensen for the 17.99 pounds dude the real money we're 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 two we're three quarters of the three way quarters there, we're almost there yeah these, these guys these linux guys man they really want to see this stuff yeah, yeah. but um as i said like 28 bm is a really really like i'd say 58 bm 58 bm i'd really struggle with to beat you 
even if you don't have a clue what you're doing, right? Because I'm not going to let you just play the game. I'm going to be like, mate, build a barracks there, right? <laughs> Make sure you build enough supply depots, right? Maybe expand, right? right? Maybe build another command center, right? And you, you can read the tooltip and know what that is and then build it, right? But like, yeah, it, 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 I just t- don't think... Whereas, like, with Doom, there's no level of how bad I could make you to, to not... I'd ha- you'd have to just not be allowed to shoot me. <laughs> I could literally go to 640 by 480, 30 FPS, 15 FPS, and a controller, and I still don't think that'd be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Like, I'm bad. Like, if we were playing uh, CS Source, or, like, if we were playing Halo Reach with controllers... I know what I'm doing, right? Like, I'm not right. really good, but I know what I'm doing, right? Like, well, what was it? We always said Halo 3. I, yeah. I think Halo 3 would be more balanced on that one. I think everybody knows how to play Halo 3. Yeah. But it would be, it would have to be with controllers because I can't even play. I tried to play uh, Halo Reach, and Halo Reach was my game, but I played loads of Halo 3 as well. But Halo Reach would be my game, but I can't even play that with mouse and keyboard. Try got wrecked. Like, got wrecked. I was like, what the fuck? This I is just like... don't like it. It just doesn't feel right with a keyboard and mouse. Yeah. I don't know. It's just because I've always played Halo with a controller. But yeah. It's a different fine. game, mate. It's like a completely different... People are so much better. Like, so much better when they got the keyboard and mouse. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. I was like, and I, I, what's really funny is I made my mate, who was always around with me about keyboard and mouse being... He, like he'd still beat me with a controller right my mate barry is fucking unbelievable at, at halo right like he's unbelievable right he'd probably beat you he's very very good i'll give you an example we played we played a match so random match we were high we were high enough rated as as a team to get um to get a in with like you know what what are the guys that developers of reach they used to play it all the time they had a special kind of flaming school or something oh, yeah, so you yeah, know yeah, they were yeah. playing with you we got in with like two of them were in the game right like two of them were in the game and they were slaughtering us like 20 something and then he went on this mad kill streak like fucking mad we lost by one kill right like i got about five kills he got the rest of them we lost by one kill like he's so good right but he was like oh i was like so get get your xbox out man come on stop stall reach right let's go come on let's go play your account and i beat the shit the ever-living shit out of him like it wasn't even it wasn't even i got my i had my uh console had the keyboard and mouse the shit out of them <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it just keyboard and mouse is so much better and that's what i'm saying like when i went there i was like these guys are unbelievable like they're just so good you're just so far off the pace it's it's ridiculous and then yeah, yeah well i mean there, there's just people that play all the time like that's all they do. well it's like you know, starcraft is the only game that they play yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to keep up when you're an eclectic player um but yeah no when it comes to first person shooters i've just been playing them so long and mm. i've been top tier in a lot of games uh that's why like i don't understand the whole like oh i really just play this one game like i'll get to the point where i'm like at that top tier and then i go bored now because it's like i'm done mm. it's you know i'm at that level and then it's like let me try something that i'm not good at so like for me playing rts i just don't have the patience for it to be honest but uh you know it, it's something that i should get into graham graham's pushing it thank you buddy for the two pounds yeah thank um, you very much grandman um yeah, yeah a lot of the guys are saying controllers and fps they don't work i yeah. mean it depends like halo was built for fps yeah. uh i mean for controller yeah so to me it just feels better than keyboard and mouse mm-hmm. but like yeah games that are designed like unreal just 
sucks <laughs> with the <laughs> controller is way better with the keyboard and mouse but barry used to send me pictures right he used to send me like he used to go what do you think of this right <laughs> uh, it would be trick shots with the with the sniper scope with the sniper rifle right like and like there was one map and there was like this 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 gully in a wall and, uh-huh. and the bullet went do, 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 yep. hit the ground you, and then boom through your man's head <laughs> yep you could do that on uh the pit in halo 3 shot <laughs> into the thing yeah i used to do that yeah. just snipe in there and you can hit people at the spawn yeah so like immediately as the game starts you can just get a headshot uh if you're fast enough my, my favorite was uh on the narrows which was the one with the big bridge in the yeah. middle and you had the two ramps on the sides if you take some sticky grenades, and if you played it enough, you could basically time it. So, like, I would start counting in my head. It'd be like 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, kill. <laughs> I <laughs> got you know where yeah. everybody runs for the most part. Yeah. I got, what was it called? An overkill or whatever. It was, you know, we were playing, uh, was it 4 v Wipe the team. Or 8v8 yeah. in, in, um, in SWAT. But, uh, you know, SWAT where you have no shields, like, but, like um they'd all they'd all hid you know what's that map where um where there's like two jump pads and it's just like two two rows of of buildings and there's just bridges across and there's like a, yeah that's a, sounds like the narrows maybe i don't know and there's like a there's a jump pad that brings you up into a room and they were all camping in there um shooting people as they come up the 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 bridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you, I know exactly what and, you're talking and about. And I yeah. was I was on the other side trying to trying to shoot them as they were peeking out the out the door, right? And uh, one of the guys uh, peeked out the door, I stuck a stick grenade to his face and he ran back in and blew up his whole oh, fucking team. That, that's the best. See that that's what I loved about those old Halo games, because like you just don't get that in like I don't really care for Call of Duty or CSGO because it's just who sees the other person first for the most part. Unless you're playing terrible person versus good person. Yeah. I, I don't like the peekaboo, the hide and seek games. I like the ones where like you could have like no health left but still wipe their team. <laughs> it's like I should not have survived that, but somehow did. Yeah. I did that as well. I went on rage mode. That Barry said his rage mode. He says first time I ever seen it, it was like I got Barry got killed three times in a row and he's like when you when I got killed that third time, something changed. He was like, I looked at you and something changed, and I like stuck a guy, elbowed a guy, and I shot him in the head, and then ran around the team, picked picked up your man's sniper rifle, headshot, and then fucking, then got my pulled out my um what was it the fuel rod cannon or whatever, and boom, 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 killed the other guys. Like now fucking kill my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some good times playing that game, man. Yeah, the, I, I haven't played a game like I said. Doom 2016's multiplayer was the closest, yeah, uh, to the old school Halo feel. That's probably why it was really the last multiplayer game that I played. Yeah. And when I saw like nobody supported it, even though any video I did on it did really well, so the community that was there did mm-hmm. like it. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's it's just different than the the peekaboo games that everybody wants to play nowadays. Yeah. Oh, I see you first, I win. Yeah. Yeah, no, no it's thanks. yeah. I I I loved like I just lo- Halo Three, Halo Reach, pre peak FPS for me, like absolute peak. Um, after that, just seems like downhill. Um, and then it's like all of these games where you die instantly, and I get like I loved SWAT, but like SWAT was a game mode in a game where you didn't die instantly. And these other ones, like, right? It's, it yeah. was a choice. It yeah, wasn't the whole yeah. game. Yeah. Or or you know player and player unknown battlegrounds. I liked that game when it first came out. But then it became forty minutes of hiding in a toilet, and then run into the run into the final checkpoint, and then yeah. somebody shoots you with a with a with a with a hack on from across the map. 
and your head just explodes so it's, it's not fun anymore right at that point the minute you leave a building you die and you just don't know where yeah. you got killed from right joe, joe tried getting me into that one so bad he because he, he was streaming it there for a while somebody actually paid for my copy of it <laughs> they're like we want to see you play mm-hmm. and i'm like fine i'll try this i knew i wasn't gonna like it um and then yeah i played it like once and i'm like this is boring as shit it's like no you do all this stuff and this and that i'm like the smart strategy is you find a halfway decent gun wait till everybody's dead and then you're playing hide and seek with the last like three or four people yeah that's how you win this game if you want to if you want to actually win and then if you just want to have fun you can do that but you're never gonna win so i'm like yeah no thanks the the call of duty one the call of duty 4 battle royale that was a little bit better because at the very least like it felt like call of duty it was less janky to me yeah but even that didn't last that long because it's the same thing it's like do you want to win or do you want to have fun i don't like having those being two separate options Mm. i want to win and have fun yeah so pompey with the fsr 2.0 looks great we need to get back on topic right fsr 2.0 looks great Mm. what's your opinions on fsr what do you think of fsr how do you feel about fsr let me know i want to hear want to hear what you have because i've given all my opinions on it and i I will rehash them but yeah so i mean fsr uh sorry graham over there with wolfenstein enemy territory yes that that's actually really good too um but uh you, I already kind of mentioned before, FSR 1.0 is just great, especially in the way that's implemented in Linux. Like, everybody's like, oh, it doesn't look that good. The whole point of FSR is that you can drop below your sub-native resolution, or you don't have to go to, like, a perfectly scaled resolution, meaning, like, 1440p, realistically, without some sort of algorithm, you have to go down to 720p. Otherwise, it looks like shit. Most people want to use 1080p as the step down, and FSR does that and allows the image to not look like complete trash. So I really do like that. FSR 2.0 will be the real competitor, obviously, to DLSS. It won't be as good, and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, oh, but it's not as good. No, but it's going to be good enough. And this was the argument like we talked about before, the last time we brought this up. Um, it's the Netflix versus Blu-ray argument. Yeah. Netflix won because it was good enough. Yeah. And, but it, it was just easier to do. It was a more complete product, basically, and more convenient. Mm. That's what FSR 2.0 is going to be. It's going to be in every single game that offers DLSS. And eventually it, it will win out. And then there'll be an FSR 3.0, which will probably close the gap even closer. And getting rid of DLSS is good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, older graphics cards having the ability to do this is fantastic. Like we were just talking about the R9 290. If this can, especially through Linux with the open source driver, might actually get FSR 2.0 support, and then that thing's life is extended even further. So I'm super excited. Um, the, uh, the same excitement I had for XESS, I have for FSR 2.0. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks like that's going to be the one that wins because the industry is just more familiar with it. Yeah yeah the way like pompey's asking about does it really make a so the way i understand the way it works is if you take an image right and um you basically the the way fsr works is it takes points in that image right and um fsr 1.0 this way fsr 1.1 works and the points in that image it then draws lines between those points makes the makes the the wire mesh fills in all the stuff makes it a higher resolution image by by using kind of some sort of uh what's it's it called algorithm. algorithm um and 
obviously the more points you have the better so temporal stuff basically uses pre previous and past frames to make even more an even better accurate, accurate yeah. uh reflection of the image so you're ma you're technically making a new image right you are like making a new frame uh, a higher resolution frame um it, it, it's it's technically adding more pixels to the to the to the to frame um and the reason why uh, dlss to me is is really good but falls down in some places is when you come towards really straight lines like you see straight lines in the distance or straight lines on the floor um there's a shimmeriness to that um and I'm not going to go into the bits of floor mid disappearing because that was a real serious issue or turning my character's hair into a hairnet. Like, I won't go into that, right? That, that's just broken implementation of the technology. That's not actually a problem with the technology, probably down to the game developers, to be honest. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I haven't tried... Uh, what's it called? That that happened in again. Um, the line, the game. Uh, the... Uh, cyberpunk. C cyberpunk. Oh, cyberpunk. I haven't tried Cyberpunk yeah. since, so I can't speak to whether it's better or not now. Um, but what I did look, I did look at Deadloop's video, and I, I studied it for those shimmerinesses. I did see detect a little bit on one piece of carpet, um, but it didn't seem bad to me. And 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 I and I looked at stills, which stills are terrible indication of yeah. how how well you're gonna think things look because. Anybody can pixel peep and say, "Oh, that image is better than the other one." Nvidia has been lying about its pixel, its its image quality for years with the with the memory compression and got away with it because nobody looks at stills, right? If you look at stills, you could you could call Nvidia out and go, "That looks worse than this," right? Than the AMD implementation, and therefore you're cheating to get faster performance. But they got away with it because. Well, I mean, it's the same reason why these technologies are going to be so good is yeah. because it doesn't matter the image quality doesn't have to be as good as you know perfectly native for the most part the the point is is just to get good enough at those higher resolutions uh so that you're not needing to buy 3090 ti's just to run the, the modern games so yeah but you're saying like, dlss is is a glorified image uh oh, sorry fsr is a glorified image filter pompey as far as i understand they work very similarly so is it not the same then? Like, is DLSS not a glorified image filter? FSR 1.0 is like, it's an algorithm with a sharpening filter on top. I agree that there is a sharpening filter on top. And I imagine FSR 2, they're probably going to keep that sharpening filter, right? I would assume so, yeah. But do, do we know that we, we can't tell that it, DLSS doesn't use a sharpening filter because DLSS is a black box and nobody has a clue how it fucking works, right? Like... <laughs> I only maybe AMD and a few others probably know how it works, but other than that, and I mean, I I don't care. I don't care whether it's this. I don't care whether it's XCSS. I don't want DLSS to win. That's the that's my only only argument here is that I do not want DLSS to win because this is free sync versus G sync again, right? AMD yes. didn't invent free sync, but AMD implemented free sync. AMD made free sync, made sure free sync was in all their GPUs and all of their supported monitors that they could get it in. They made a standard for how you should implement it. And some could argue that their standard was a bit loose, right? but they needed to get it in as many monitors as they could, and it and it destroyed G-Sync. G-Sync doesn't really exist anymore because I mean, at, at the end of the day, I mean, it's just about adoption rate. The widest array of uh, compatible graphics cards, and like I said, the image quality doesn't have to be the best; it just has to be good enough. And it's the Netflix versus Blu-ray argument, and 
good enough will always win over the best for the most part. Um, just because, once again, it's good enough. And if it's got the wider uh, adapt- adoption rate, that that's ultimately what it's going to be. Yeah, I think AMD's going to eventually win this one. I think Intel's going to help. Um, they might even collab. I think we've heard rumors of that. Because they both know DLSS has to go away yeah. uh, other, for them to, to sell graphics cards. Because even today, I don't know if you saw a Hardware Unboxed video where he's doing, like, best performance per dollar on you know in modern day times on yeah, graphics cards video, and, but i didn't watch it because obviously the whole going to dublin thing right yeah so ultimately but every time he had to say well if you want dlss and ray tracing you have this they need to get rid of the dlss yeah. part because yeah. the ray tracing part no a few people care but those are basically your 3080 class gpu buyers and above Anybody below that doesn't really care that much about ray tracing, yeah. which is the overwhelming majority of people. So mm. once, in, and assuming that they keep the ray tracing uh, advantage, which they may not next gen, but regardless, getting rid of the DLSS advantage, which is highly important for the budget and mainstream range, uh, it's just key. Because if that keeps going into the future, it's going to become more and more impossible to recommend AMD and future intel graphics cards if you can just throw on dlss and make a 3050 perform like a 6900 xt mm-hmm. yeah it's it's like the whole thing is is making your hardware last longer that's what amd is doing nvidia is trying to convince you to buy the new thing which is even and it's not by choice amd does not want to do that no. <laughs> by the way but they have to so yeah. it's a definitely good for yeah. us yeah like so which do you prefer? Do you prefer holding on to old tech and it going faster over time or I and do. getting image better? Or do you prefer buying new stuff all the time? Because in, there will eventually we'll get to an inflection point where NVIDIA will go, this is DLSS 4.0. It, has, it requires the new Tensor, Tensor Core uh, 8.0. If you don't have that, if you don't have that, if you don't have that, you can't use it. So now you need to buy this new graphics card. Like that's what Nvidia will do, mate. There's no, there's no guessing or stuff about whether they will do that. They will do that because they want to sell graphics cards and they want to sell new graphics cards. They don't have any incentive for people. If Nvidia could get away with it, they would have just went. You can only turn DLSS on when you use ray tracing, because that DLSS makes you not want to buy a new graphics card, right? If every game had DLSS from day one, you'd look at a game and you go, oh. Oh, uh, I can't run at 1440p anymore. Turn the DLSS on. Now I can, right? So before I was getting 50 frames a second. Now I'm getting 90. I can run it again. NVIDIA doesn't want that. NVIDIA wants you to go, I need a new graphics card. So yeah. that's NVIDIA's biggest mistake was doing that. But they did it. I mean, I mean to be fair, AMD wants the same thing. But they know that the only way to kill it off is yeah. to have that wide yeah. adoption rate. To make that 290X we were talking about last even longer than it ever should have um and yeah i think it's good like i said i've been messing obviously if i'm using lutris and linux i'm using fsr so like uh actually this machine right here i don't know if you can see it i'm using a phenom 2x4 and i threw in an rx 460 460 is not that strong but uh, i just wanted to see like what modern games i can get 60 fps in on that cpu so i was having to go down to like you know, 720p, 540p on that GPU to get these things to run. But like I said, the image quality doesn't look nearly as bad as it would because of that FSR, you know, with those off <clears throat> number, uh, you know, mm-hmm. pixels. So this way, like, yeah, it looked lower res, but it just looked better than, you know, 
otherwise. And that's basically what it is. So, and, like some of the guys are saying, there's no way FSR will ever go away because, uh, was it uh, RPCS3 has it built in, right in? Like so many cool open source projects just said, FSR, all we got to do is throw this code in and it works. Great. Yeah. It, yeah, it's never going anywhere. And the implementation of FSR. So FSR 2.0. If it's already installed, DLSS is already installed, it takes you a week to implement FSR 2.0. So that looks like almost every game that has DLSS, AMD is going to push every game developer to implement it, right? You, you yeah. could pretty much guarantee it's going to be in all those. And then it takes a month of of engineering for for new de- new new games to develop for it, right? So that's a lot of time, but it's not. If AMD's footing maybe two million per game. Right, like they might be right, like you know, what I mean, people will be like, okay, we can afford to do that. We'll get two guys on it. We'll get it done in, you know, two months or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, Cole, thank you for the ten, man. Hey guys, have you ever experimented with uh something like the M Classic? It looks like uh, a component you plug in line on your TV and adds upscaling. Uh, are there third-party upscaling solutions? Isn't that like just a? The, I know there was a HDMI cable that just added that's what I that's what TAA I TAA or something thinking. like that two X TAA or something like that. So I, I don't know, mate. I don't know anything about that really, to be honest. But no, I haven't experienced experienced that. I haven't either, but yeah, it's, I would assume that it's probably very similar to what like FSR does. Uh, instead of just doing, I forgot what they call it, where it does the nearest neighbor. Like, it, for example, let's say you have a 1080p screen and you're running 720p. It does not scale perfectly. So your monitor will basically take the colors that are closest to mm-hmm. it. I would assume that those like FSR have a better algorithm to make the image look better. Yeah, It's still lower res, but it just looks cleaner, <laughs> more more native to like if you had a 720p screen i would assume that those get you closer and that that's basically what fsr does i would mm. assume and then uh nathan here different nathan with the five he said yo just happened to log into youtube and you y'all are live uh i love you guys we appreciate that uh i've watched a lot of your podcast episodes but never live glad you're here glad you're able to make it welcome dude delighted to have you here man delighted to have yeah. you here um fsr is brilliant uh marketing wise but it it's just classic SS uh, with uh, DLSS is machine learning SS. I, I'm very dubious about the machine learning. I don't even know whether they need to use tensor cores because they won't tell you. And they, they, they will tell you, but they don't prove that you need it. Well, it does no machine learning on your end. Yeah. <laughs> there is no machine learning on, on the client side being done. So, yeah, uh, yeah I... I I'm very I dubious about I wouldn't, that. wouldn't worry about machine learning for yeah. any of this. Yeah, and what I can say is I have played with the FSR. I have done very extensive testing with FSR. And I I have terrible, stupid eyes, very much like... I, like, some people have audiophile ears, and some people have audio... You know, what what is it called? Optical file? I don't know what it's called. Eyes. Daz, can, Daz is very sensitive to frame rate. I'm not so sensitive to frame rate. I'm I'm good at 144 hertz. Daz could see 244 to 240 hertz, right? He could. Daz could see. So we were playing FSR, and Daz was like, "Everything looks. Man, this is really cool. Like Daz was really really good at this stuff." And he's like, "It's really cool." But over there, that chimney stack, man, that looks worse, right? I was like, "What do you mean?" So we took two stills, right? And he and he had to like walk me through it. Come here, it looks just this like and I mean the stacks were like this size on the, on my thirty two inch screen, right? They're this size, right? 
Mm. And he's like, come here, just look, look. You see that little, that looks really fuzzy, doesn't it? And and that one looks even sharper, like, and that one. And I was like, oh, you're right. You are right, yeah. Like, I was like, how the fuck did you see that? Like, at a glance. And he was like, but he's like, this is very, very, very impressive. Because what was really cool about FSR is the stuff in the foreground and the stuff like, you know, your gun and stuff like that gets sharper. Like, really, sometimes even sharper than the native image, right? But the stuff further away tends to suffer a bit, right? Because it's right. Like... Well, and that's where that temporal comes in because it'll give it more data, so it should look more more yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah. And then I looked yeah. at the the still images myself, right? And I spent a good time because I'm like, right, you need to do a good job at this. So before I made the video, I spent a good forty five minutes an hour looking at these still images, and I could really see it in the grass, right? Like those little piece patches of grass, and. These are tiny little objects, like tiny, tiny objects. And they definitely did look blurrier on the FSR, on the FSR 2.0 implementation, right? They definitely did. But right. I'm like, I'm like, would ever notice that playing the game? Like, the, uh, you know, there's a cluster of rocks, right? I mean, I mean, also, does it really matter? I mean, if your goal was is your GPU can't run this game at 4K at the performance you want, mm. would you rather it look like that? Or would you rather it look like 1800p or 1440, whatever resolution you got to drop down to, it will look substantially worse. So it's like, it's obviously you're not going to use FSR or DLSS if you get your native res and the performance you want. Like yeah. that to me would just be silly. Uh, Pompey, I watched that presentation. That presentation was based on DLSS 1.0, by the way. The 16K training thing that they did. Oh, uh, yeah. It was DLSS 1.0 that they used that. They do yeah, it completely saw, differently now. Yeah, we, we also saw how well that worked out, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it like, didn't like, do anything. I did watch that. And that's why I'm dubious about because how could they just change how they do it immediately and then it works? I'm do I'm dubious about how they do it because I don't believe a word out of Nvidia's mouth, nor should you. I shouldn't I, I got fooled with the three thousand series launch. I started believing Nvidia again, right? Which are which is a fucked up thing. I should have never believe the word out of their fucking mouth, right? But I did. Well I, I I think the prices were supposed to be what they were, but then things happened. So I, I, I don't not believe that, but yeah, no, when they tell you that they're doing all this stuff on the back end, maybe they are, but it it doesn't matter. The machine learning part has almost nothing to do with this. All it is is an algorithm that takes pixels and conforms them in a different way. Now, they might use machine learning to help train the algorithm do that properly. But if you're talking about, like, your GPU at home needs to have 16K images uh, to run the game at, you know, DLSS your driver would be 800 terabytes of data to run these things. So your your machine, your GPU, your RTX card's doing none of that. Absolutely mm -hmm. none of that. And on their end, yeah, they might be able to do that, but they have to cram all of that data down into maybe like 20 megabyte file for all the games to be part of your driver. So all it is is just one algorithm per game. And yeah, maybe like I said, they use some machine learning to help train that algorithm. But that's it. And it, it's... it's a, I don't want to shit on it. It's very impressive. It's DLSS great. is very impressive. It. But there is there is bits where I'm like, this is borked. And and it hasn't gone away. right? Like I've, I've tried some more stuff. And there's moments where I'm like, that, that rec... Let's just see if that was the game or whether it was DLSS. You turn off DLSS and it was it was DLSS. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? There's just like... I remember... I can't remember which, which, which fucking game it was. It was only a week or two ago. I was trying a game. And it was... I was walking through... A, was it Control? Maybe it was Control. I can't remember. And it, the tiles on the floor. 
and the tiles just started looking like they were shimmering on the edges i was like that's not very immersive is it now nvidia it's not very um conducive to a good gaming experience here boys <laughs> yeah well i mean i i don't i mean those things are gonna happen but those are mostly the games uh specifically but yeah pompey's is all about the the neural networks and all that stuff yeah nvidia is just not doing any of that stuff for for what we use for it's they're not pumping in hundreds of millions of dollars in this stuff it's an algorithm that's probably being trained by an ai maybe on a per game basis maybe not but all it is is just making the algorithm more accurate which is why i i'm going to say that it will be better than fsr 2.0 but fsr 2.0 is going to be good enough that nobody's really going to care mm, yeah just want to get back to the goal boys we're at 167 dollars 200 dollars and then i have to at some point do a stream where i do a build in this thing it's a nzxt ah, just show it it's an NZXT uh, H210i, I think. Um, a micro... I, I know, it's just an ITX uh, Yeah, it's build. an ITX case. Um, and then I have to learn how to use Linux. Have to, right? So if if we get math, uh, 33 more dollars, is that correct? <laughs> it's actually... Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 33 more dollars. I have to do all those things. So... That's where we sit on, on the donation goal. There, boys. Uh, if we get there, I have to do those things for you. And I have to live stream it. All right. That's that's the reality of that. I have to live stream it. Also, pump yeah. the stock, boys. We got 127 people in here. We got 84 likes. Usually, by this time in the stream, we're, we're over. We have more likes than we have concurrent viewers. So, if you <laughs> could do a solid. Yeah, appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So, Adrian's got a question. I'm assuming it's coming. I mean, you could just do it in the Q&A. We're, we're about at the Q&A portion. Yeah, if you're there, just ask the question. Have you played uh, Daggerfall? No. Don't even know what it is. Daggerfall is uh, Elder Scrolls 2. Oh. Uh, I have not. I've tried those older Elder Scrolls games. They're just... I'm sorry. Uh, I started with Morrowind, and Morrowind is still my favorite. It's just way, way better experience, personally. Uh, also, Daggerfall is like super huge for uh, it, it almost looks like those old games where you have like the little text or the little window and that's the game and then you have like text and your hud is like 80 percent of the screen uh just because they didn't have the graphics <laughs> horsepower way back when to have full screen games so graham yeah, thank no. you for the three man thank you so much dude he's pumping it yeah he, he, he wants to get there he took care of the three guys yeah so we there just we need 30 books man 29 books and we're there 29 books we and we're got there. it we hit the goal. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see. We got, what was that? Mo, Mopantsu? Uh, serious question. Guys, if Kratos had a rifle, what would it be called? <laughs> Cod of War? <laughs> I like it. I like yeah, it. And uh, yes, it would 100% be Cod of War. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and eventually new things are coming as always. NVIDIA chips will uh, be designed by AI as people we're doing uh so so it, job green for what's that word you swap mm -hmm. stagnation swamp stagnation yeah true story pompey thank you for the 15 whatever that symbol is get we figured it out last time but... stuff, lol 
Uh, yeah. No, that was uh, oh, Israeli. Israeli. Israeli, right. yeah. It's Israeli shekel. Thank you for the 15 shekels, man. Appreciate it. I think Thank that's you, uh, $4, man. So. Yeah, we're we're 14 from the goal. Super close. Or uh, 24. 24. Mathing yeah. hard. Yeah. I'm sick. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, uh, get the weird currency stuff. Appreciate it, buddy. We love we love yeah. the weird currency stuff. Yeah. We learned a thing because yeah. we had to look that up last time. Yeah. Funny money. Uh, <laughs> funny money. I'm, I'm surprised that the shekel is actually very strong. That's actually, yeah, it's not many currencies that are fairly like dollar to that close. It's usually like 10,000 to like one or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, euro is, is, is falling, man. It'd be nearly parity at some point, which is great for well, my I, income. It's great well, for my I just income. Paid, terrible for yeah, my Yeah, I just paid now. you and it was like eight, 87% or something like that. Yeah yeah it was pretty close which is really weird because at some at some point i remember nearly buying after brexit i used to buy all my hardware from uh the uk but you know they had that kind of three years before they were still in the europe but they were going to do the thing right but right. The, 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 the pound just went right yeah and um there was a time where like before that it was nearly one it was one euro it was one euro 30 cents to buy it by a pound and then it was like, or 126 or something like that. And then it went down to like 105. <laughs> so I was nearly yeah. like, and things were cheaper in pounds as well. So there's like that rare, because you know, like the pound would be like, so you buy a thing. So let's say a, 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 a 1080 Ti was like 550 pounds, right? Yeah. But it would have, it, it would have been 650 euro, right? Right. So, but I could buy it for five hundred fifty pounds, and it might only be five hundred seventy euro. Right. So, like, there was this weird. <laughs> there was Take weird time. Where, that situation, man. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird time where you could buy things and and get hit off with it. But it, uh, I thought all Jews were rich. Jesus Christ, dude, that's gone too far, really, hasn't it? <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, I'm not, I'm not touching that one. Yeah. Why did um, I even open my mouth? Yeah, that's that's one you you read in your head and go, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I did a dyslexia on that one. I was like, <laughs> yeah, read it yeah. first, think about it later. Yeah. yeah, we actually went over that earlier. All right, yeah. so I think it is time to move on to questions. Yes, yes, I'll get my questions out. I know a lot of people miss the 6400 stuff. That, that I'm actually surprised how much interest that's cornered. To be perfectly honest with you guys, like a lot of people are pretty interested in that one. Um, so first one I got this from Danny L. He says, uh, with a lot of reviewers, cough, cough, influencers focusing, uh, focus of RTX cards dominance, primarily being 4k data, uh, but only less than two to 4% of gamers actually playing at 4k yet. Uh, do you believe this is too much of a niche market yet to primarily focus, uh, the cards being at? 4k is a massive niche market there's so few people like uh 1080p is still the mainstream uh monitor resolution um for desktop i think if you looked at the whole it might even be 720p because there's a lot of people with really old laptops that uh, for a while that's all they made with like 1440p has finally beaten 720p barely but it (laughs) It's yeah. finally beaten. But let's just say the, the Steam hardware survey, if you look at desktop, it's definitely got to be 1440p is a second to 1080p, but it's going to overtake 1080p. Yes. Um, and then... Um, I don't think anything's going to overtake 1080p. Yeah, I don't think, like, right. like, ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe you might be right. But uh, 
uh, SK, thank you for the five dollars, man. I'll get you a question now. Um, but four K is just like a time, and I don't even have a four K on. I have a four K TV, but I don't have a four K monitor. And and how much of that that is skewed by people who just take their PC in every now and again to mess with their TV, right? Like you know as well, like you don't know, but there might be some of right. that that's skewed by that because everyone has a four K TV. So few people have a four K monitor. Yeah, well, that's because you know. Uh, 4K monitor has been kind of shit up until here recently. They're yeah. finally getting good, but they're so expensive. It's two hundred. It's two hundred and seventy bucks for the, de- the the for a decent sixty hertz 4K monitor. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And no, nobody's doing that on yeah. a monitor. You want the one twenty hertz plus, and yeah. those are all. I think the cheapest one's like six fifty. Yeah, which is way better than what they were. But still, I mean, you're almost to an OLED, and then you're just like, well. It's worth the extra two or three hundred bucks to get the OLED. I think it's a lot of people would make the trade would make trade for frame rate over resolution still. Um, yes, always. Whereas I really like resolution, but I I couldn't go to sixty hertz, man. I just couldn't do it. I I I can't like I really can't. If it was one twenty, fine. I'd take a one twenty over a one forty four or two sixty or two forty hertz, whatever it is. I would take the one twenty, but and it's also. The, the, the port technology as well like you know you, you need a hdmi 2.0 port to do 2.1 port to do and display port like is really struggling with those high resolutions high frame rate things right even display port is so it's like i think we need a whole new raft of gpus with a whole new display port technology and cheaper gpus as well and then the cheaper monitors to go along with it so it's going to be a while before 4k becomes a, a massively adopted technology i think yeah when once you have 300 dollars 4k 120 plus and two to three hundred dollar gpus that could push it even mm-hmm. if it is fsr or dlss or whatever mm-hmm. to, to get you there that that's when that'll be a thing but um his whole thing is is like why are reviewers focusing on on it so much to me personally, anybody looking at like a 6800 XT or an RTX 3080 level better be running 4K. Like to me, there's no point in owning those cards without running 4K. So that's why they, they focus on it because that's what the high-end GPU market is for. So mm-hmm. yeah, so it makes sense if they're talking about high-end GPUs to focus on that, in my opinion. Uh, one of these days I'm going to get rid of uh, my tube TV. <laughs> thanks 9010 man <laughs> keep it man i still got one behind me i got i actually do have a crt monitor in the garage that i just need to set up uh i'm just super lazy and i don't want to carry it down here um you want to get to sk we got the super chat yeah. by the way we're only nine uh 19 away so we're almost to the goal guys um so sk easy uh, easiest intro to linux is o'reilly linux uh, pocket guide also helps you learn uh, the Mac OS Unix command line. Oh, thanks, dude. It's a nice uh, bit of um, info. Thank you, dude. Appreciate it. And thanks for the five, man. We're only we're only $19 away from our goal where I have to stream me building a Linux PC and then me using said Linux PC. And I will promise, I will make you a promise. Here's the extra promise. A little, little uh, in, you know, I will, tr- I will live with it for a month, right? I will only exclusively use my Linux PC for a month. That's my Ooh, promise. So to get us past that, that two hundred. I say you already use dollar, GIMP. Dollar. I don't know what your video editor is, but I think I can get you there. Pretty, I can. Pretty I can easy. go back to using. Uh, what's the one? I pay for Adobe, but what's the other one that I, I use? Oh, DaVinci. DaVinci. I can go back to using DaVinci. There you yeah. go. I could. Um, 
so that's not an issue and gimp is like yeah i know how to use gimp now and uh yeah uh mainly kind of play starcraft because oh my god go thank you austin man that's perfect (laughs) so there you go i've used linux for a month and tell you i'll give i'll lose it for an entire month i won't cheat right i will not cheat and i will give you my entire like the video will be called i used i used linux for a month no cheating right I, actually, it should be I'm I'm better than Linus. Yeah, it's still po- <laughs> and it because I've used Linux for a month. No cheating on a cheap ass PC because I'm gonna do a cheap ass PC, like a cheap ass. Like it'll be, I don't know what GPU. It'll probably be like somebody gave me an idea. Two ninety X seems. <laughs> yeah, I, I would probably do that. That'd yeah. be pretty good. Two ninety X seems because, like I said, yeah, for about a hundred euro ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're not gonna beat that on price. SK's like, nah, we're pumping. Yeah, let's push that goal. Screw those goals. We're going past. Appreciate it. Um, he's asking, are tensor cores a waste of die space? For the most part, yes. Yeah. Uh, I actually don't think that they do anything for any gaming workloads anyway. Uh, how bad is performance? Uh, the inference slash doing FSR2 uh, hard-coded calculations with the same inputs on shaders. Um, I have no idea. That That's something that we'll get a like a game dev on after fsr 2s out and they can probably tell us yeah i got exactly. no, i got no clue how hard that's going to be on it or not <laughs> yeah um fsr is waste of space oh sorry um, no tensor core waste of space sorry what i was saying well, well popsy was saying he's, he noticed the random stutter on my video yeah. uploads that's actually from the camera and the capture device yeah uh that's what that was um believe it or not switching capture devices going to linux is actually better um so yeah no i uh i switched stuff up so that's what it was yeah i'm upset i'm upset rsr doesn't work on youtube video what doesn't work on a youtube video rsr rsr yeah did we did you read Um, sk's uh thing sorry i was reading the text yeah 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 we got sk yeah sk's good basically we don't know neither of us has a clue for sk yeah yeah, but did you know, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, <laughs> basically, Bob, boys, that I that Poppy's saying I don't understand neural networks. Tensor cores accelerate neural networks, just like RT cores accelerate ray tracing, but are required for it. It's like yes, but you have to understand. There's literally nothing in gaming that's using a neural network. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that's my whole point. <laughs> it does nothing. Tensor cores are a thing that Nvidia designed for Pixar. That's what they're designed for. Pixar. Well, well, no, it's designed for a lot of things, yeah. but it has nothing to do with gaming. But I mean in the gaming product. So Nvidia makes the 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 DGXs, right, which are like data center, really complex calculations, parallelized workflows, you stick loads, and then they bought that uh, interconnect company to so they could design ways of cuz the big problem with data center is moving data around. It's very expensive. Um, in terms of energy it's very expensive in terms of connectivity it's very expensive in terms of silicon costs because you have to build like like pieces of silicon to deal with that data transfer from things right so uh amd is working on a heterogeneous approach sticking as much silicon as they can on a package that you're probably going to see uh epics with like fucking graphics stuck right into the fucking io die or some fucking shit right that's what you're going to see from amd in the future nvidia is working on like getting as much fucking just just massive amounts of racks 
but then with their gaming stuff they wanted to go how do we like because it's not really gaming anymore that's the problem with ampere not ampere touring was designed to like like the fucking mandalorian was made on touring right well well tur- tur- let's put it this way turing is gcn gcn did everything yeah. uh pascal did not yeah and yeah they basically did the same thing well poppy personally believes nvidia that dlss uses uh the neural network that's cool you can believe that there's zero evidence to support that and there's no reason even if it does there's literally no reason for it to need that so i mean uh nvidia uh, sorry intel have made xcss and they say it doesn't need neural network uh, yeah that, that's that's what they I'm will saying. have an so accelerator even, for it but doesn't need it um yeah but but here's the, here's the ultimate thing there's zero evidence to suggest that nvidia is telling you truth on that. so you can believe them I will just go with the fact that there's no evidence to support that and there's no need for it. Nobody can open up their source code and check. Nobody. You just, NVIDIA says. That's the word. uh, Whatever. So, I mean, it's fine. We can just agree. It might do. But it might do. It might do. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm just saying I don't believe a thing of what NVIDIA says until I'm proven otherwise, right? That's what I... So, and I think that it was made for Pixar. I think it was made to make Mandalorian and sell GPUs for sixteen thousand well, euro rather than that and other AI accelerated yeah. stuff. I yeah. mean, it has a function. It's just not for gaming. Yeah. And I believe DLSS doesn't need that at all. But you know, whatever doesn't matter. We'll continue on. Uh, Adrian, thank you for the five. And I believe it's your question. Yes, it is my question. Yeah. Uh, um, sorry, just texting Daz. It's Daz's birthday tomorrow. Um, so. Ooh. Happy birthday, um, Daz. I'm going to have Daz over. It's going to be steaks had. Probably a steak sandwich, I think. I'd imagine that's why I'm going to go into town early, buy steak sandwich. So we're just planning that. Um, Paul, what is the equivalent of a P.O. box in Ireland? We've already asked that. It's from injury. Uh, then Pompey, what do you think... Uh, this is the same Pompey who's in, in, in the chat. Finally, <laughs> uh, what do you think uh, the first Ryzen 7000 uh, plus Siri, Radeon 7000 laptops might be available for purchase. So when do I think the 7000, when do you think the 7000 series GPU and laptops will be available? 7000 series GPU? A GPU. Uh, middle of next year, about, about a year from now. Year did, from hold now. on, wait, did he say GPU or did he say CPU? When do you think it's first Ryzen, sorry, Ryzen 7000? Same answer. Yeah. Middle of next year. For lap, for desktop? Oh, I thought he was talking about laptop. Yeah. Oh, for desktop, it'll be uh, November. So 7,000 series. Yeah, it's called 7,000 series, right? They're skipping yeah. six. So Well, six six is for laptop. Yeah. So uh, 7,000 series will be this year. 7,000 series desktop yeah, will be November. this year. Uh, no, 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 no. I think it'll be SIGGRAPH. <laughs> it's coming early. Right. It's coming earlier. Yeah, I think this is going to be the first time where they... Uh, did we say thanks to Adrian for the five... Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Uh, and he was saying, uh, he said, can't wait for that video. So I'm assuming live stream. And he said, yeah. there will be a lot of swearing. Well, there's a lot of swearing anytime we get Paul a little liquored yeah, up anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, there will be a lot of swearing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, it's coming earlier. Everything that I've heard behind the scenes and now can say because it's come out like in the leakosphere is um it's coming earlier i can't pin down an exact date i think probably like july is my thoughts and i think that the gpu will come later so i think that they're not going to launch the two things at the same time this time around probably smart from amd because the whole thing to happen with seven nanometer this time around will give them 
a few months to ramp with seven na- with five nanometer CPU and then move into five nanometer GPU, right? Um, and obviously CPU is priority. Uh, yeah. Welcome, Connor. He said uh, this podcast goes live so early. Well, maybe you should go to bed at a normal time. Man. <laughs> we both have kids. I'm I'm up by seven o'clock every day. So I was I was on the road today. Yeah. <laughs> I've traveled to make this podcast. I've traveled about a hundred and thirty miles <laughs> round trip. It was a close one. It was a close yeah, one. It was a close one. Yeah. Um, so there you go. I've 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 got. I live exactly in the middle of Ireland. I've gone to the. So I've basically traveled the width of Ireland to make it to this to this uh, podcast. But uh, I did it for foot, you, boys. Boys holding his children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we hit our goal, so you know the the guys are here supporting you back. Um, so here's another Ryzen seven thousand question. This one's from uh, X-ray D. He said, uh, "How will the Ryzen seven thousand IHS and thermal paste uh, application work?" So he said, uh, would some of that thermal paste get inside the critical CPU components based on the design of the chip? So I guess he's talking about like how they're MCMing it. Do you think that thermal paste getting in there will be an issue? And then part two of his question, uh, how does the new AMD refresh? Actually, I'll just do that one after. Yeah. So Most uh, thermal pastes are non-electrically non conductive. So it doesn't right. really matter as long as you're not using like liquid metal or some really obscure thermal paste that's electrically conductive you're probably going to be fine i do a little bit of checking on that one i can imagine what you mean like that jaggedy edge you think stuff um and how you should apply thermal paste is always more is better never use too little <laughs> i think so many people get stuck on the should you spread it should you draw an x should you put a p what no dude the idea is that once you clamp it down there should be enough thermal paste to cut. Like, thermal paste is because the IHS is not flat and the, 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 the cool plate, cooling plate is not flat. So cover, make as much contact as you can with the cool plate uh, by adding enough, like, liquid material to fill those gaps, right? And some people are criminally, uh, you know, conservative on the thermal paste application, I think, to the, to the point of detriment on cooling. Yeah, well, I mean, everybody's teach their own on that one. Uh, and then part two of his question is, uh, how does the new AMD refresh, the 6950 XT, compared to the Navi 21 XTX-H? Haven't they already had an 18 gigabyte uh, per second GPU exactly already? The, uh, the Red Devil Ultimate and a few others. It's exactly yep. the same. There you go. You want to know how fast <laughs> yeah. it is? Have a look. They've just relaunched that card as a consumer mm-hmm. thing that you can buy on the market, right? That's, that's basically what's yep. happened. So... Uh, so you, you can you can if you want to know where that we can go a little bit long on this one chris since we're not going to do an after hours my wife just said she's going to put the kids to bed so we'll go a little bit longer because we're not even sure of the questions yet if that's all right with you um as kind of a bonus to the boys for just a little bit longer like oh yeah no we'll we'll, we'll get through our questions yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, the, yeah. the boys got there we're going to skip the after hours because like i said i'm i'm not feeling that but bad. as a sorry yeah, we'll, we will go a little bit longer if that's okay. yeah yeah we'll yeah. we'll keep going yeah Get through the cues. Yeah. Um. Sorry. What What was that? What we were talking about there? Just Just refresh me. Um. We already answered it. It was a very simple answer. It was the yeah. They already launched the thing. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It'll be the exact same performance. Go look at it. What five percent? Maybe five percent overclock. So. I uh, I would assume it'll be anywhere between one 
percent and zero <laughs> for most games. You do the fifty game average, it'll be because they're they're not bandwidth limited. Yeah. None of these cards yeah. are. Take so. no, they they are because as I said before, I've taken the memory slider and gone all the way to the right. I got a performance increase. I've taken the overclock slider and gone all the way to the right and got a tiny performance increase. So they are a bit. So that's why they're doing the memory, I think, because it does it does actually help them a little bit, right? Um, but it's not, not, it's, not, it's not, not, not like seven percent was my. That's a synthetic score, so that's fire strike, right? Which is AMD's best case scenario. So like two, three, maybe five percent faster. Uh, it's it's gonna be not yeah, great. It, it, yeah, it's it's not gonna matter. Um, yeah. every. We got people voting this one up here. He said, uh, this is from Tech. We love this from the chat. He said, before it gets too far away, he says, uh, for both of you, what's the cheapest graphics card you are excited to buy? What's the most expensive graphics card you are excited to buy? Um, the most expensive, if I, if I had to buy a graphics card again, the most expensive graphics card I'd buy is a 3070. It's the only graphics card this generation that makes. No, but what's the most expensive graphics card that you bought in the past that you were excited to oh. buy? Probably the 4870X2. Uh, oh yeah, 4870 X2 was a fucking killer graphics card back in the day. This is a day where I didn't even know frame times meant anything. So I just looked at average frames and went, "Ah, oh my god, it's so much faster!" Right? Like that when I bought that, I just seen frame rate eighty percent higher than than with a 4870, and I was like, "Ooh, this is really really good," <laughs> right? And and went, "This is great," and it worked in loads of games. Like loads of games it worked in. It was it was fantastic fantastic still have it it's up there and what's the cheapest gpu you ever excited to buy uh 4870 believe it or not same generation that was a great generation um 4870 fantastic graphics card um played everything i i could play uh crisis on high not very high but high in the very playable frame like 50 something frames per second or something like that uh, which was, and it wasn't 1080p. It was 16. What was it, 1680 by 1050 or something like that? Is it 16? Uh, t- yeah, that was the. Yeah. Yeah, that was the 16 by 10 yeah. aspect ratio. Yeah. So whatever that resolution was, yeah, that's the one I could play high, 50, 60 frames per second in in Crisis at the time. It's very very exciting for me because. I tried to play that before, and it was like, "Yeah, computer computer says no." Basically, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So yeah, the the most expensive GPU I was excited by was the X nineteen hundred XTX. It was the first time I said, "Screw it, I'm going for the tippity top of the line." Um, and that was two thousand six, I think. And then I realized buying them the fastest GPU of a generation was dumb. <laughs> because it just wasn't that much better than the cheaper stuff. But still, you know, that that was uh, fun there for a while. And then the cheapest GPU I was excited to buy was getting RX 470s and 570s for under $80. Like, that was just so good just a few years ago. Everybody forgets that that was a thing. You could just go on eBay and be like, oh, $70. It's a rip, but all right. And uh, people tend to forget that that was a thing for a very long time. Look what I have in my hand. There it is. Yeah. Weird ass graphics card, right? And um, this had the weird connector. Look. Well, that's for Crossfire. Yeah, it came in. It came in a two pack. This one was one is one of the you ones had to buy that... a special GPU. Yeah, you had to buy a special pack. Do you know where I got this from? Um, I got this from uh from um 
from from a, a a server PC. So because they were cheap asses, they bought they needed like it was a special uh, imaging medical imaging thing in the hospital that I worked in, and they, somebody had the clever idea. Two of them, I think two of them were cheaper than one at the time from wherever he could buy them. So he bought the pack where it comes with two. And he broke them up into... So I got one of the PCs down for scrap. And I, I, I nice. was over all the waste management in the hospital. So I just ripped one out. And I was like, that's coming out me. That's a collector's item right there. <laughs> yeah, th those are actually pretty valuable now. Yeah. I, I had one. I bought dirt cheap and I sold it. I was They're like, only valuable if you have the two, though. They're only valuable if you have the pack. Uh, doesn't that one have a DVI port on it? A DVI port, yeah. Yeah, it'll work just fine. You don't need the pack. And yeah. they're worth like $150, $200. Oh, there you go. So I've got one worth money. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, yeah, they're worth money. That, yeah. That's why I was like, oh, I bought it for like 20 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'll take like five, six yeah. times on my investment. That's yeah. cool. Can I just go for a wee man? Back in a second. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. Uh, chat with the chat. Let's see what do we have here. Uh, tech we love, good feels. Yeah, Paul and I have bought some pretty interesting stuff throughout the years. Uh, let's see. The good thing about strong APUs will be that they... We'll be able to feed CRT monitors without needing a converter. Zero millisecond input lag. Yeah, ironically enough, a lot of motherboards still have VGA ports on there. So, yeah, that's that's nice. I doubt that more powerful GPUs in the future. Uh, I'm pretty sure they'll get rid of the VGA boards. But who knows? Maybe not. Uh, and then we got... Uh, I still have the fastest card that was ever made for the EGP slot. The Radeon HD 3850. Yeah, those came down a lot in price. I remember when those were going for like four or five hundred dollars because they were widely sought after. But they've come down. I think they're like 150 now. Uh, I was thinking about buying one just so you can, ha you know, to have the most powerful one. But then when you think about it, the most powerful CPU that you can get for that platform, I don't know. I guess you can still run Windows 98 with it. Maybe I don't know. All right, Paul's back, I'm and back. I believe it's your question. All right, my question. Um, uh, uh, Dragon Riders, I'm not going to read that, mate, <laughs> but I appreciate it. Uh, and then uh, Andrew says, give me this at 144 hertz for 500, uh, and I will be happy. So he's talking about LG 40-inch ultra wide 5 5k 2k nano ips I'm on there with thunderbolt yeah seems like a nice nice but it probably doesn't have 144 hertz probably 60 because it looks like a creator monitor you're probably right dude yeah usually those are creator monitors. Yeah, i'll just go with pompey because you what what is the state of 5.0 audio in gaming 5.1 sorry 5.1 you mean i was gonna say 5.0 dyslexia there you go yeah i just read the uh, end of it without thinking I mean, it's it really hasn't been a thing for a long time, honestly. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm sure that some games will still do it. I remember you used to need special sound cards to get proper 5.1 out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember I did it. I did it because I was like, I need to know what this sounds like. Um, so I bought like a really expensive set of like, well, like for me, really expensive. It was like 350 euro for like 5.1 surround sound setup, and I like had one on the corner of my bed i used to game on a bed i didn't have a chair so i used to my room wasn't big enough so i had a desk in the corner and my bed was literally close enough to the desk that i could play on it i had one on i had these big kind of wings on my bed so i had one on one one on the other one 
I there you know, go. one on the window and one over on a shelf in my in my wardrobe you sleep the door open and then the big center channel in the middle and the subwoofer on the ground and it was our concrete floor so it didn't reverberate down so people could hear what was going on underneath and uh and and it it was fairly unimpressive is my and then I bought a five point you know it was five point one headsets and I found that like a like like a pair of AKGs or whatever like a cheap ass pair of AKGs would be better than that uh, yeah yeah go watch there's yeah. a video there's a video on YouTube called like the the ASMR barber shop or something it's called right and. It's basically just a, it's an audio demo, right, of a of a, of a guy coming in and cutting your hair, and it, there's no video, there's no video. It's just it's just you can hear a bee buzzing around your head. You can literally listen to it with any set of headphones, and, and the better the decent just stereo set of headphones you have, the more complete surround sound sound you get. Um, I got you. and you don't need any kind of weird ass five driver setup in your headphones. It's just two drivers, and and they know how to like vibrate at per at sections of the driver to make it sound like it's going around your head, right? Or changing the distance of the so it'll lower.